0: of pediocrity.
2: All this energy costs
3: From the Shorts Lake area to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga River, live from the War Room in Cleveland, Ohio, USA, this is The Emperor's Court here on World Productions, vtwproductions.com. I am your host, The Emperor, joined in studio, as always, by Highlander. Always a pleasure. Sir, I think we finally figured out the issues we had with the stupid microphones. I've actually reloaded in the entire friggin' program. Wow. And it seems to be working just fine. Good. So, a lot scheduled this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Watson will be stopping by for an interview. I can't wait for that. I believe we have a big quickening. We've got uh, all our normal segments, Mm everything going on. Yep. Varyar is not here this evening. Um, I believe he might be working. forgot to ask. Newsletter update. Uh, Actually, we can probably get to that right now. I'm hoping, hoping, keeping fingers crossed, to have the first issue of the Empress Court newsletter, uh, the, what, what, what am I calling it? Opinions, Opinions of, the of Court. The court. Will be issued hopefully Wednesday of next week. So if you have not yet signed up for the newsletter, get your happy hillbilly ass over there to vtwproductions.com. Under the show tab, click on Empress Court. To the right is the newsletter. And please click on that. You'll also know that there's a MLB uh, Fantasy League for the, uh, it's a leaderboard for the First uh, World Fantasy Baseball League. And it occurs to me, Highlander, that I cannot hear myself on microphone. Do me a favor. All the way on the, on the board there to your right. Okay. All the way to the right, to the far right knob at the bottom. Yes, turn to the right just a bit. Just a bit, just a bit, just a bit, just a bit. A little more, a little more, a little more. A little more. There you go. Now, what you should be able to do is actually, actually, can you hear me in the headphones? Or no? I, I could hear you before, actually. Because okay. I can barely hear you. I don't know why. I don't know. Actually, I can't hear myself. I can hear you just fine. Anyways, uh, that's one of the kind of annoying things is that since I had to reload in the SAM encoder, The program we use for broadcasting, it's not set up exactly the way I prefer, so uh, we're kind of going with it. It's better than it was, so, you know. Anyways, yeah, real quick, how is the mic sound? I I tested it before we went on the air, and apparently everything was going very well, so... Good, Spiral said he signed up for the newsletter. I hope everybody does. One problem I've noticed, Highlander, with the uh, the MLB leaderboard though—that's yes. on the website. Uh huh. Unfortunately, it's showing the leaderboard for all of Yahoo Sports, and it's only head-to-head, so oh, it's not okay. even showing us. It's showing every other league out there where the guy is like ten and zero or whatever.
4: Mm, we'll have to figure out a way to fix that. So, yeah,
3: so well, I'm sure no Wise uh, will just like you know tweak it a little bit, like he always does. I didn't even ask for him to do it; he just you know told me. Oh, by the way, Dave or Emp or yeah, Emp. My first name is, hey, I got this for you. And, I, you know, it shows the leaderboard. In fact, let's check the leaderboard now, shall we? Uh, first time in a year listening live. Hope it's great. Well, All right. Ego Zinra. Well, row. Well, pressure welcome. like that. What, yeah. No kidding. It's always great. There is no pressure. We're phenomenal. 24 uh, seven. Let's check out the leaderboard. Uh, Highlander to see All right. who's winning this. You got to uh, play the uh, sound. Slobber knock. Oh, crap. Hang on. We forgot to load it in because I used to have it loaded in and fortunately that kind of got uh fragged when i had to uh relearn things so talk amongst yourselves a minute.
4: All right, it's under W. Should be because that's what that's it was called. It's under W? Maybe well, it's it, in... it was called. It's it's we're we're talking baseball.
3: Maybe i put it in here?
4: I don't know. I thought you actually put it in the sounder.
3: There we go. There
4: it is. We're talking Charlie Yeah, that's it. That's the
3: one. All right, so uh, let me cue this up and play it.
0: Morning. This
3: show
4: is intense. It's actually for playing the background. Actually, here. no, you're playing the uh, warning. Darn
3: it! Anyways, why is this not working the way it should?
4: It's right up there on the top.
3: Did it? Okay, so yes. it did load, or yes. it went to the it top. Loaded. It went it's right to the th- there. Okay, it should have. It, it should not have gone into the warning. It should actually have gone in here. So there we go. Now it's playing. All right. Okay. Anyways, checking out the BTW Fantasy League. Let's take a look at uh, as of. this, our rankings are good as of today. At the top, and number one spot, is yours truly. Everyone, let's see you so It's it. ridiculous.
4: The whole week, you're never in first. Yep. If you want to complain.
3: My team sucks. Okay, now hang on. And I, then, I have and every then. reason to complain.
4: You have no reason to complain. Bullshit. What? Place.
3: I am in first place now only because I'm a genius. Look at this, Jim. Look at this. All right, I've got on the DL, Joe Maher, Josh Hamilton, Jason Bay, Chase Utley, not including Yohan Santana, which I dropped, and Anna Wainwright, which I've dropped. Every one of those guys is a top, like, first or second round pick across the board. And every single single, single one of them is on the DL, either that or dead.
4: And you're still in first place. And I'm still in first so place. So, like it.
3: It is because so I not am be in that damn... No, I'm not. After no, today, not, I won't. No. So I it seems like,
4: seems like only on Saturday are you in first place, and then you get bounced out.
3: Well, on Monday, I'll be in first, because i got a whole bunch of pitchers going Monday. Cole Hamels supposed to pitch today. He didn't get postponed. postponed. Um, see, that's what I'm talking about when i got the Phillies. i got Roy Halladay, i got Cole Hamels, i got Chase Sutley and jimmy rollins Crazy. i pull off a nice trade but i tell you what bit me in the ass i got brandon phillips and i got jimmy rollins uh oh, in a trade a big one like five players for that in another pitcher uh-huh. Cole hamills actually the problem is it traded away russell martin who is one of the better catchers in baseball he's to get for the yankees right three days later joe mauer goes down with the deal oh uh-huh. so, like do? shit so now i had to pick up some catcher i've never heard of from detroit
4: well i mean there's only so many good catchers in Right. Well, most of the people have crappy catches anyway. But so he's the backup catcher
3: about. behind Victor Martinez, so he ain't gonna be doing shit. So actually, you know. no, actually Victor Martinez is the backup catcher. So what, he's playing first base then? No, he's not. He's all, he's the
4: backup catcher.
3: They're paying fifty million dollars to be the backup catcher yes, and sit the bench. They are. Yep. He's an offensive monster. Why is he riding the pine? I don't know. Wow. I'd be begging for yeah. a trade to Cleveland right now if I was him.
4: He only handles the left handers.
3: Send me back. Please.
4: So, so Meanwhile, who is in uh, second, third,
3: fourth? Uh, right, you stuff. know what I? What the hell? Why did I just go away from that?
4: I don't know. I would probably click <sighs> the uh... that was stupid. Oh, okay,
3: sorry. Uh, anyways, the second place is, of course, you, Jeter's gonna yes. prosper. After today, you'll be in first. Yes, you're not that. Free. You're only 16 points off the pace. Martyrdom, martyrs with balls, number three. I play wee baseball, number four. Rampage and redecide, the Varyar, at five. But Chiefs long shots at six. Excommunicated bumps at seven. The 16 inch softball at eight. Legal from Burrows nine. Who, to his credit. Is now asking for tips on how to get better. Yes, I'm not about to tell him though. I'll Hell no, no,
4: I'll, I'll I'll tell you in <laughs> August <laughs> when it's late, already said and done. Late August, I will uh, tell you how it's done.
3: Number ten is Sakuli. Number eleven is Faith in Ignorance. Number twelve is Scrambles, and thirteen, the cult of Pussar, which of course hasn't done anything. Uh, I think like these three people don't make any. Or actually, these four people don't make any moves. They got like people in the DL in their you know first plot. Nice. I would tell Legal Sombreros this though, and that is. If you're going to have a team, it's probably not a good idea to have guys who are on the disabled list in your pitching rotation starting. <laughs> you might want to flip those out or either drop them or you can put them into a DL slot and draft another. I'm sorry, pick another player off the waivers. I cannot believe that Victor Martinez is the backup guy. Would make his usual DH. Okay, so he is designated hitting. So uh, okay, playing. so that's how. Okay, so
4: he's the designated hitter. Wow, okay. I
3: mean, he's a solid catcher. He's a pretty good first baseman. You've got him. Being the designated hitter? I question Jim Leland, which is probably why they're not in first place. But guess who is? Uh, The Chicago White Sox? Actually, no, they're not. They're in third. Oh, okay. The Kansas City Royals. They're in second. They're in second? Well, it can't be the Twins. No, they're dead last. That would, by default, mean that we are in first first place. place. Yes, phenomenal. It's 1994 over again, maybe, hopefully. Well, well, we'll find Give out. Give it a month. So, 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 yeah, so far
4: nobody's jumping on the bandwagon on that one other than to say,
3: what's going on? Well, so. yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to. After 30 or 40 games, if we're still right in the thick of it, okay, then maybe people we'll start People, to start see people say, yeah, yeah, all right. Look, I mean, the bottom line is everybody knows that there's not enough talent in this team or at least not developed enough to be playing as well as they are. There's too when many
4: he, ifs. Yeah. Right.
3: When you got the Red Sox who, are, uh, who won today, who are 3-10, you got the Tampa Bay Rays, who only have four wins. I mean, both of those are our top-notch teams that should be vying for the East. Even the Yankees are playing pretty crappy baseball. It's a topsy-turvy world we live in right now, and it's kind of weird when it comes to baseball. Yeah, it's true. But it is. Shades of 94, an up-and-coming Indians team with a strike looming in the background, possibly. various Miserable's beloved Twins are struggling this year. Struggling, they blow crap. They Just Twins. They have no excuse to be struggling. I mean, they've got a, no, they've a got lot of they got plenty of players. Yes. Yeah. What is the sport you call baseball? Well, it's like basketball, except it doesn't suck. Speaking of which, boring. I was watching um, the Heat were beating the crap out of the seventy six up until recently.
4: It was 80-69 at the end of the third. Okay,
3: no. Uh, they had the blowout. It was Last I checked, it was 88-85. to No, nope, but Miami
4: left. won 97 so, I, yeah, I wouldn't uh, pin my hopes on these seasons. I wouldn't either. but you I know, will wait for them to get bounced in the second round. Against the Celtics, pra, that's what I'm or holding the Bulls. Yeah.
3: So there you go. Lots of topics to get to this evening, plus the was interview later in the show. Where to begin, Highlander? Where to begin? I don't know. What did you do this past week? What did example? I do this yes. past did week? You do
4: anything of interest? No, actually, I did not do anything of interest. I was very boring this week. Came home, stayed home. That's not a bad thing necessarily. Stuff. Uh, worked a little on uh, WorldCon stuff, which no one's really interested in. Uh, worked on project that you and I were talking about. Okay. That's about it.
3: Speaking of, yeah, we I it's way too early in the ballgame to uh, talk about that project. Yes. Yes. That's months and months and months on the road. Anyways, speaking of conventions, I made a reservation for Oticon this year. So you are actually going to go? Yeah, we are going to go. And it actually ended up being about 50 bucks a night cheaper for the hotel room at the uh, Sheraton. Nice. Yeah, nice. I, I, which is weird because it's actually cheaper than the room rate they're giving the convention. Wow. And it's not because of my discount either, because they told me that room rate's actually higher too. It's like 120 bucks a night. So how did for you get a king it so room. cheap? I asked the Lady, that, she's like, we're having a sale on rooms. I'm like, are okay, be honest with me, are you guys that bad off that you're having a room sale? We could get a corner king for 140 bucks a night. That's not too bad. No, it's we're getting we're just getting a normal king room for 120. Right, right. But uh, we had a corner king one time a couple years ago because they they gave us a real—we had a really bad experience at the Sheraton, uh, which used to be the Wyndham. We've been there, I think, 10—this will be the 11th of 12 years we've gone. Aha. Uh-huh. So they gave us a corner king, and they copped it, and it was like 370 bucks a night. Now you can get one. and It's like, the, it's like two walls are nothing but windows. And uh-huh. You can see like, the entire skyline. We can look right down into Camden Yards. Nice. Um, this year, though, I, you know, I just, I just want a regular king room, because you don't spend a whole lot of time in, in you know, your room. You're just sleeping. Not really, Get no. up and go, and you yeah. go to the convention, so— as long as the bed's
4: clean, that's all I care about.
3: Right, and you just kind of roll the dice on that one. Tex-Mex, the Celtics are not playing very well ever since they gave away Perkins to the Thunder. Well, they're good enough to be in the playoffs. would know. It's... Oh, well, okay, it's although, NBA. Although, Everybody um, gets in the playoffs. No, no, no.
4: Although I have to be honest, uh, uh, obviously you probably didn't pay attention, but uh, the last end of the season, the Cavaliers played, played pretty yes, well. Yes, they won a couple games. Pretty well. So it it tells me that they finally figured out how to run the offense. So hopefully we'll be getting two somewhat decent players in the draft next year.
3: And then uh, we'll see what happens next year. I'm looking forward to it. Having said that, I'm glad you brought that up, Highlander. I almost forgot, which would, I would not have forgiven myself had I done that. Um, one of my radio idols, one of my radio heroes, retired. Yeah, I was, was going to put a little
4: package together, but I ran out of time.
3: We'll do it for next week. Okay. Or Actually, I'm sorry. Next week we'll not be here. Um, anyways, a Joe Tate, the voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers, sometimes the Indians, for 39 years. And the uh, Mountain Union Purple Raiders. As well as the Cloverleaf, whatever the hell the Cloverleaf are. The Cloverleaf? Cloverleaf High School. He has their games, too.
4: Oh, didn't I know that? Yeah. Oh,
3: okay. The voice of Cleveland Cavaliers, after 39 years, uh, hung up his boots. or his microphone on Wednesday. He retired. He is a legend in the business. He is a god here in Cleveland. Him, Herb Score, Tom Hamilton, you know, those are all names to Cleveland Radio Sports uh, and one of my all-time favorites, just a phenomenal guy. He, you were never wondering exactly what he thought because he told you right off the bat. Yes. And uh, I, I would have liked to have picked up the package they actually had on WTM. They played on trip show. And I wanted to get that. I don't know if it's the, something the package. Yeah, well, It was like an um, uh, like audio package, like a bunch of audio clips put together throughout his career. Oh, like like okay. highlight calls he had. It's like gotcha, three gotcha. or four minutes long just to give everybody uh, an idea as to what he sounded like. But it was just phenomenal, the job that Joe Tate did. And uh, it was really, it's not going to be the same with him gone. Because basketball, to me, is not really my favorite sport. In fact, I hate it. See,
4: for me, it's it's my favorite
3: sport. Right. But um, it it was very much more enjoyable and interesting listening to him call it on the radio, as opposed to trying to watch it on TV. It
4: was really nice. Uh, The last game, uh, Fox Sports Ohio ran Joe Tate's audio broadcast over did they yes <laughs> they actually did so they they didn't have the other two normal guys there and uh, sports time ohio had a really nice one hour special about joe Tates, and they had they had everyone they had gordon gunn they had wayne Embry, they had mike fritello they had the, lenny the they of the, they history had Mark of the cavaliers. price they had um, bill fitch they the, wow. the original coach of the cleveland cavaliers when they were an expansion team back in 1970 they, they had just about everyone you could think of, all the behind-the-scenes people telling stories about you know, Joe Tate on the road and Joe did this and Joe did that and what Joe likes to do. And then they had interviews with Joe talking about his experiences going around the country, broadcasting for the Cavs and for Mountain Union and what he thought about sports in general. It, it was really good. I, if, if you see it again, if he gets sports on then, Ohio, watch yeah, I do. definitely watch it. It's very interesting.
3: Tina is trying to get Homeworld to work on Windows 7. Actually, I've got Homeworld 1 and 2. I, what's the problem with trying to get it to work on Windows 7? Uh, not that I have any intention of installing homeworld, home world, but. Well, I'm sure windows seven
4: is so new that it's, it's like when, uh, when Vista came out.
3: Yeah, you, I guess you could right. run things from like windows
4: 95 or, you know, anything like that.
3: Uh, as I just mentioned, we will not be here next Saturday. Next Saturday is Holy Saturday. Uh, the day before Easter, I will be busy. I don't think Hollander will. I'll be busy sleeping. He's Sleeping. So I yes. will be busy doing uh, family stuff. So I will not uh, be here. Why do I think I've seen this story before? I have never seen that. I would have
4: remembered this. I definitely would have remembered the picture of the moose.
3: (laughs) Anyhow, so uh, we will not be here next Saturday. We're taking the Saturday off. I will be cleaning up around the house and doing stuff. And then, of course, come about, what is it, 6 o'clock or so at night, I will be sitting my ass down in my nice reclining chair with my 7.1 surround sound on my big screen and watching...
4: The Ten Commandments? The Ten Commandments. I had had to think for a second because... Charlton Heston. That reminds me, I actually did do something movie-wise. I finally saw Scott Pilgrim versus the World. What'd you think? I thought it was awesome. Really? Yes, there are some things that I can see that you probably would not like, but I think overall you would probably like it as well. It really is a movie catered to us. Like like I'll give you an example. Okay. Well the movie starts, it's it's the universal logo. It's done in eight bit graphics, and the theme is done in eight bit music. So automatically, <laughs> that's cool. And then it starts off like once and like, and then in Toronto, Canada, blah blah blah. There was this guy, and the camera pans down. As it pans down, it does the title music from The Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past. Really? And so as soon as you did that, like you got me, movie. I don't even care if the rest of it sucks. You, you, you. Win.
3: And yeah, this thing got torn to shreds, so I didn't bother to watch it because it, so, it was supposed to be so bad. It, no, it's it's not bad if. The thing is, it only appeals
4: pretty much to gamers. Like all all the okay. references in in the in the movie, I was I was picking them up left and right. Okay, there's that, there's that, there's that. But say someone who just goes out to see movies, if they're oh come is on, grandma, let's go see, they're gonna be like, what the hell's going on here? This makes no no sense whatsoever. Why is he punching people and the screen says KO on the front? End. They won't understand any of it. They won't understand all the little hidden meanings.
3: It's funny. Uh, uh Goomba Boy and I at work had a discussion uh, earlier in the week about what it would take to make a video game into a successful movie franchise. I what don't know. It I would finally have to do?
4: I mean, I, I don't really know, but I, I can tell you that uh, probably Scott Pilgrim was the closest you're going to get to a comic book turning into a movie, which is what it was. It, it, it's, a, it's a lengthy series of graphic novels. Oh, I comic see. Comic books, one through seven. And they just sort of swooshed them all into one, one movie. But I don't really know what it would take, but I, I tell you, if... if if you're a gamer and you go to see movies, then you you're kidding yourself if you don't pick up Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I'm very since it didn't DVD. get torn to
3: shreds, it was loved by fans and critics. So everybody I talked to, whose opinions I, I value pretty well because our, our tastes are our much in line, hated it. Thought it was well. The, okay, there's, but I tell you what, and they're also sick of the skinny little shit that plays the title character, Michael Sarah. Right? Yeah, he, well, well I you think know, that's a lot. Has yeah, a lot well, of I mean,
4: Michael Sarah plays Michael Sarah. Like I said, I, I can see things in the movie that like you probably would not like, and I can imagine based like what? on your saying. T- well, for example, all the music is pretty much like like punk music. Oh yeah, he, he's in a band called Sex Bomb. <laughs> okay, and it's it's, it's, it's and it's yeah exactly, yeah, and it's punk. And then his his ex girlfriend is in a movie called The Clash of Demon Head, which if you're not familiar, Clash of Demon Head is a pretty shitty NES game from 1990. I think one of the very okay. last NES games. But anyway, that's Punk as well. Although um, I did enjoy uh, their band because uh, Brandon Routh plays bass, and of course he was Superman in Superman Returns. So if if you've got a
3: band and you've got Superman on bass, it's pretty freaking sweet. What the hell happened? Why is it that all these American comic book characters are now being depicted by English actors? Brandon Routh isn't English. The I, new guy playing Superman. Oh, English the is. new yeah, the new guy is. I don't know. The guy who played Thor, the guy who played Superman, the guy who played Captain America. I just... It all pisses me off. I do not know. Friggin' Brits. Well, they they invented that. Get your own comics. They do have. What? Who's a British comic book hero uh, that I care about? Who? A British comic book hero?
4: Yes. Like from the comics? Yes. Off the top of my head, I can't think of any. There you
3: go. No. Get your own comics, you sons of bitches. I
4: think there is a Captain Britain, but that's obviously supposed to be a reference to Captain America. He's
3: got, like, bad teeth, and he throws, you know, cups of tea. and Talks like this, Governor. That's the worst British accent I've ever heard.
4: <laughs> anyway, what, watch, watch the Russell watch,
3: Crows and Robin Hood. <laughs> probably, yeah.
4: Anyway, like like I was saying, if 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 you like video games, watch Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I think the positives outweigh any of the the punk negative, you know, kind of things that you would probably be like, oh, that's stupid. I think Speaking overall, you. Speaking would, would like of it.
3: games and movies, uh, two things that come up. One, do you know Tron's on Blu-ray? The original Tron is on Blu-ray. Why? I mean, why? It's Tron.
4: Yeah, but it's from no 1980- 1982 graphics. I got fucking Godzilla over
3: to- here in black and white with mono audio on Blu-ray. See, this is why Blu-ray
4: isn't taking off. You don't need to watch Godzilla or Tron sure in Blu-ray. Yeah, you do. How much better is the picture going to get? It, it also, it's, it's only going to get so good, and then that's it. Now, new movies coming out? Absolutely, Blu- Blu- Blu-ray. I am the first Blu-ray I ever watched was 300. Blew my mind. Yes, Amazing. Awesome. It was amazing. But like I Tron, got G-Ra on Blu-ray. Well, good for you, but it's,
3: yes, I, I bet you I could watch it on DVD and get the same quality picture. No, probably not. <laughs> it ain't cost me much. I got it from um, Half Price Books. Nice. That and the camera nice. movies
4: are all on Blu-ray. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, you know, now you, you can buy the combo packs. I think that's what they do now.
3: I, I, I've got you uh, get the, the Blu-ray
4: now. and the DVD together in one oh,
3: thing. Yeah, that's right, because they get the, the digital, whatever yeah, the because it is, like,
4: Yeah, because uh, like Tron Legacy is out on a uh, combo pack. So to speak.
3: Mary Kay, speaking of games, that's what the show is about. I'm sorry, Mary Kay, are you complaining about the topic discussion we had tonight? Are, are, are you complaining about what we're you know, discussing or do you, have, do you have an issue with the direction of the show? I'm curious. Anyhow, the other thing that I was going to talk about when it comes to games and movies is I've finally put pen to paper. And an idea I've had in the back of my mind for years. I actually got through a bit of it on the old 1G website. You mean you're, you're writing that script for that game that no, you not and a only game. a dozen people have Shut up. Played. No, it was uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty much basically what it comes out as a fanfic. It's basically what it is. But it's been an idea. It's been pondering the back of my head. And I finally put pen to paper. I got about two chapters into it on the old 1G website, but I tore it down and threw it away when we redid the entire website. I didn't bother to save it. So now I'm kind of redoing it. And the whole thing is about games. I'm not going to give the plot away because I haven't decided if I'm even going to release it and let anybody read it. This might be one of those that it, it'll get out of my head once Secret I... Secret hidden uh, diary stuff? Or kind like, of. Like when I'm dead, I'll, it'll be published to the fact that no one cares, <laughs> but, you know. That's funny. Only, only fanfic I ever wrote was that Power Rangers. I told you the story about the Power Rangers one, right? Not the fanfic, no.
4: No? The the one where I I, I had... I had to write an episode for the Power Rangers. I
3: do believe the only one that was kind of similar to that is you told me a story about you went to one of those chat websites that has something to do with um, uh, soap operas, and you were kind of screwing with all the role players by acting like a director and telling them to go do weird stuff while they're trying to role play as soap opera characters.
4: No, that that wasn't me that did that. No, no, although no, no, that no, is hilarious. Me, it was you.
3: Are you really it was uh, me? I guarantee it. All right. Well, then I, I
4: guess I have a story for you then because I, I, I swore I told this story before on the. But in case you didn't, and we might have some new listeners, whatever. So I was in high school, and I was in my journalism class, which is basically writing. All you do is write, 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 write. And somehow the conversation turned itself to what was, at the time, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Now, I used to watch it because it reminded me of Voltron. I used to watch it way back when I was little. And I didn't, at the time, I didn't quite make the connection that kind of like all Japanese things were kind of similar. It was pretty much all the <laughs> well, same, same thing same again shit, and again. Yeah. I said, whoa, it's crazy. It's, it's like Voltron, but it's like live action. And, of course, the acting was cheesy and all that.
3: Grisha says you have sold the Power See, I, 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 Yeah, Radioactive Cardboard Man. I honestly do not remember this. All right, well, then I'll, I'll just go ahead and tell the story anyway. Well, must be one hell of a story of the people in IRC. By the way, we never played the interest to how to get to IRC. My oh, okay. apologies. Go Why ahead and do that.
0: Here's then. how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. All
4: right, there you go. Okay, so anyway, I was in journalism class. And I was talking to my one friend about Power Rangers, and I was like, I think Power Rangers is okay, but when you really boil it down, it's, it's, it's a formula. It's the same thing again and again and again and again. It's yes. the same situations that happen. Yeah. And it's like, all, all you have to do is just you know, like, throw darts at a board and come up with the name of some monster that the Power Rangers have to fight. And you know, a, a monkey could write an episode. He's like, no, you can't. It's just stupid. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll bet you a dollar that you come up with the name of a monster, and I will write a Power Rangers episode about that monster. So he's like, okay, fine, Um, radioactive cardboard man. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, radioactive cardboard man it is. So my Power Rangers episode was the the kids in Angel Grove, the, the teenagers, they were uh doing a recycling drive, and they were gathering together all a bunch. Of, they had, like, big piles of cans and big piles of this, that, and the other thing. And, of course, a big, you know, pile of cardboard right. happened to be placed right there. You know, wink. Conveniently. Yeah. So... Uh, the, I think the evil guy at that time wasn't uh, Rita Repulsa. It was Lord Zed. It was Lord Zed. Lord Zed had a pretty cool look, by the way. I liked how he looked. Anyway, Lord Zed sees the Power Rangers doing good stuff. And, of course, him being evil, he doesn't like that. So he sends his cronies down to go beat up the Power Rangers. And then there's the first fight where they all fight the uh, the putties. I remember that. The, I'm trying to remember now. They fight the putties, and they knock the putties out and all that. And then um, this is all... I, i don't never watch the show. You've never watched Power Rangers? Hell no. Oh, dude. I, now, how, how can you watch anime and all that other stuff and not watch Power Rangers?
3: Okay, because there's a the difference between what is a, a drawn artistic cartoon and a bunch of a chopped up, horribly edited American film or American scenes into a Japanese TV show that, oddly enough, changes every season but is supposed to be the same or some shit like that. I would... I. I'd encourage you to watch. You'd probably get no. A kick I, I'm good. You get good. a kick out. I'm good. If if you like anime, swords. If you like anime, you, you'd like Sentai. The it's Baron was into that. that kind of stuff. I used to beat him up over
4: it. Ask him. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. um, there was uh, there was uh, one of the other monsters, like like one of the regular monsters that doesn't get killed every week. He was down with the putties and he's fighting them and he gets zapped or whatever. So he decides to retreat because, of course, you know, in those shows, all evil guys are cowards and they have to run when they get their ass beat. Right. So. Um, Lord Zed decides
3: he's going to zap him. I'm still catching hell this. in IRC because I don't remember the story. Look, I'm just telling people he told it last year. I don't, I don't Christ, remember do people...
4: when I told it, but I swear I remember they do.
3: the story. Go on. Well, they remember everything.
4: So anyway, Lord Zed decides to zap the Power Rangers with his big giant staff of Evil Z or whatever. And as he is about to zap him, uh, that's when one of the henchmen guys shows up and kind of bumps into him, knocks into him. So there's like this big like surge that goes down there and it it hits the uh, big pile of cardboard. So he, he was going to turn the cardboard into a monster, but that surge gave it like an extra little jolt of, uh, of energy, and it turned into a radioactive cardboard monster. So it was Radioactive Cardboard Man. All right. So what Radioactive Cardboard Man's power was, obviously the monster shows up, and the Power Rangers, they turn into the Power Rangers. And then the radioactive energy of Radioactive Cardboard Man would interrupt the... Uh, the morphing grid or the morphing power, whatever you want to call it so that they couldn't turn into the power ranges. And they got like radio, like radiation sickness. They were like sick to their stomach. Yeah. All right. So the only one that wasn't there, all the other power Rangers were there. The only one that wasn't there was, uh, Tommy, who I believe was the white Ranger at that point when, he, when we were writing this all and I was getting it all down. So basically it turned into the white Ranger versus the other versus the radioactive cardboard man. And, uh, Zordon, who was the guy, the floating head and the big green thing, you've, you've probably seen that before. Okay, He gives him, like, a power. Like, he, he only had, like, a little bit of power, so he was able to give it to Tommy. He couldn't give it to the rest of the Power Rangers. To, yeah, uh, them. To them. <laughs> well, they were already sick. They couldn't morph. So Zordon gave him enough power to resist the radioactivity of Radioactive Cardboard Man. And then they duke it out, and they turn into the Zords, and then, you know, the Radioactive Cardboard Man gets really large, as in, as in the case of every Power Ranger show. And then the White Ranger, you know, beat his ass with uh, whatever resort he had at the time. I think it was the Tiger Resort or something like that. And then because uh, radioactive carbon man got beat, all the radiation sickness went away, and then everyone was happy, and then they went on and finished the recycling drive the end. So I wrote that whole thing out, and I presented it to him, and he, like, read the whole thing, and he was dumbfounded that someone actually took the time to go ahead and write an entire Power range. I, I
3: even built in commercial breaks. So did you feel good at the end when you, you know, Best best dollar
4: I ever <laughs> earned in my life. No, probably not. But uh, I have to admit, it, it did at least get my uh, interest in writing at least a lot more going. Because it, 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 was, it was a challenge to try and write all that out. And you know, I, I tried to figure, okay, well, usually after you know, so much of a point, there's a, there's a cliffhanger. So you've got to have some sort of thing happen right, right. before the commercial. But uh, I, I enjoyed it. It was, a, it was an interesting experience.
3: I don't know that I'm going to actually you, you, put it. So my, you, you really don't remember me telling you that story? I honestly don't remember that story. Wow. I do now, and I will make sure to write it down so that, God forbid, I never forget it again because we wouldn't want to have you retelling a story. like Barry the, is pissed
4: because that's not how radiation works. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the power ranges. Give it a grain of salt, please.
3: Having said that, let's get out the topics. All right. Dorkly.com has this kid uses wow skills to save sister. Nice. See, I, I could have swore we have done this story before. Norwegian boy saved I, his sister from Moose attack, causing World of Warcraft, using World of Warcraft skills. I, I,
4: I definitely would have remembered a Moose attack.
3: Well, this one's from April 11th of this year. Hans okay. Jorgen Olsen, a 12-year-old Norwegian boy, saved himself and his sister from a Moose attack, using skills he picked up, playing the online role-playing game World of Warcraft, which makes me wonder why 12-year-olds playing that game. Hans and his sister got into trouble after they had trespassed on the territory of the Moose during a walk in the forest near their home. When the moose attacked him, Hans do the first thing that he had to do was taunt and provoke the animal so to leave his <laughs> sister alone and so she could run in safety. Taunting is a move one uses in World of Warcraft to get monsters off the less well armored team members. That's hilarious. Once, once Hans was a target, he remembered another skill he had picked out at level 30 World of Warcraft. He feigned death. The, the moose lost interest in the anima, inanimate boy and wandered off into the woods. And safely alone, Hans ran back home to share his tale of the video game inspired survival. That
4: is awesome. <laughs> That is amazing.
3: <laughs> Just goes to show you video yeah. games are handy. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I applaud his ability to fan that. Last time it was a bear. Uh,
4: yeah. No, this is not an archive show. This is live. How the hell would we be talking to
3: you if we. <laughs> it's weird because this thing is. is okay. It's, it's... April the 11th, 2011, is when this thing's dated as far as the uh, article goes. So clearly it's, you know. I think we've done so- one similar to this. I don't know if it was in Norway, but I think we've done something similar. Something that, like someone with a bear or whatever. Yeah, yeah I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't even remember that. Of, Warcraft, of course,
4: I, I don't even remember what the hell we learned at the end of the show. Anyway, so why, why, why should I remember what we talked about? I'm
3: guessing he and his sister must play ago. Alliance with a bunch of pussies. Would have run instead of tanking that thing and taking it down like they should have. They were horrid. That best would have tanked it while his sister hit it with a stick. Amazing. They did fancy baseball last year. You can't recall. We that? did do, well. No, we didn't.
4: Well, we we did it privately, but yeah, I don't I think, think we, we talked about it on it the show at station, all. Yeah, yeah. All
3: right, let's see what other archive topics we got. <laughs> We're just gonna pull up on a thin air. Let's you know go. what? I you,
4: you know what I what I could talk about. Uh, we can do it later, maybe like the next segment or, or something. What's that? Um, you know that video I sent you about the uh, girl and Darth yes. Vader? I that was we, a we could talk about that because apparently it's blowing up on the internet. Really? Like she has her own Facebook page now. It's got like a million hits <laughs> and everything. So I, I maybe uh, next hour we'll talk about that.
3: I wonder if her dad like taught her. This is what. Do this when you go up there. I don't know, <laughs> but that's hilarious. If I was hilarious. the guy in the Vader suit, I would have like, knighted her or something. Uh, <laughs> I kind of felt bad because they didn't know what else to do with her. All right, so what's this? Illinois senator to introduce Internet sales tax bill. By the way, the uh, government is also pushing for towards um, passing a law for Internet ID. I heard about that. Yeah, I'm not, not, not pleased. I'm not pleased with that not at pleased. all.
4: In a time when some states are struggling with deficits leading to budget cuts and tax increases, there seems to be momentum around the notion of addressing the last frontier. When it comes to retail taxes. Of course, by the last frontier, I mean collecting sales tax on online purchases such as those from Amazon and Overstock.com. A bill called the Main Street Fairness Act, sponsored by Representative Bill Delahunt, was introduced in the House in July of last year. The bill would allow states who are members of the Streamlined Sales and Use Tax Agreement to collect state taxes for online sales. The agreement is an attempt to simplify tax collection and administration in an effort to make the ability for online merchants to collect sales taxes more realistic. They not be happy
3: until they taxed everybody.
4: CNET is now reporting that the House bill may be getting some assistance in the Senate, thanks to Dick Durbin, a senator of course. from Illinois. Durbin plans to introduce a bill by the same name as the House bill soon after tax day. It's not surprising that a senator from Illinois would be introducing such legislation. In March, Illinois Governor Pat Quinn signed the state's Main Street Fairness Bill, which would require any online retailer with affiliates in the state to collect sales taxes for remote purchases. As a result of the new Illinois law, Amazon killed its affiliate program in the state. Which is exactly what's going to happen. If the Main Street Fairness Act makes it to the president's desk and is signed into law, online retailers like Amazon wouldn't be able to avoid the collection of state taxes by simply killing affiliate programs. Uh Aha. The bill would make tax collection for those states who are part of
3: the streamlined sales and use tax agreement the law of the land. So they'll just won't sell or ship to the U.S. like, uh, you know, like the Amazon UK does now. They just won't do business here. A lot of them won't do business here, or it'll be very, it'll be, you know, their business will be very scaled back. Well, that's not the best uh, example because why would I go to Amazon
4: UK when I can go to Amazon?
3: Well, that's my point is if they do this to Amazon.com, they may just shut it down and say, fine, we just won't sell it to the United States. I think that would be incredibly dumb and stupid. Yeah, well, it but... depends. It really depends. It depends on how high how, how the tax is going to be, how it's going to affect them. I mean, look, you Dems are not going to be happy until you've driven, I mean, drain everybody, blood, uh, everything until they're white. I, I don't understand why it is that you have to tax every goddamn thing let it go. It's fine up until this point. It's like eBay, the same thing. You know, if I sell something on eBay, I shouldn't have to pay taxes on it. I'm not a company. And they've, already, they've been trying to push that forward for a while. If
4: you bought it at a store, wouldn't you pay sales tax? Not necessarily. Depends not necessarily.
3: I if I buy something in Florida, there's no sales tax in Florida. No, there is sales tax. Is Florida. there not? You're thinking of income tax. There's no, okay. in, there's no state income Somebody tax Somebody around here doesn't have sales tax. I just don't know who it is. But no, that's the whole benefit of buying online is so I don't have to pay sales tax. I've got to pay shipping, which in a lot of ways makes up for it. Sometimes. But I'll tell you, if I'm going to pay taxes on something I buy online... And paid the shipping, then there's no point in shopping online anymore. You're going to see all those companies go under. Or at least they're going to, their business is going to be really scaled back. Uh, we'll see. Speaking of which, you see that uh, the online poker uh, got hit and raided by the FBI a couple of days ago. Yeah, a bunch of crap that is, yeah. Oh, yeah. here it is. No, the only animal story is the one you have with the Norway kid who scared the wolf off using Creed. Maybe that was the one I'm thinking of. That might have been it. Where he had his uh, iPod or something, and he turned it up, cranked it up real loud and scared off like a wolf. Barry says there's no sales tax in Oregon. I'll take your word for it. I've never looked. There you go. See, bitching. I knew. I yeah, was but right. you hate Oregon. Why would you? All I can about to go out to Oregon anyways to buy anything because the taxes out there are outrageous as it is, even without the sales tax. It's like Little California. Plus, you got to fly out there. Yeah, or drive. Really, really hard. <laughs> you can drive <laughs> you to Oregon go? from here, sir. That's right. I'll take
4: the plane. <laughs> I pay five bucks a gallon. As long as I'm in a six-year-old girl, and i don't get frisked.
3: TSA. That is That upsetting. needs to go away. Crazy. That needs to go away quickly. Or at least have something. There's got to be another alternative to that kind of shit. There's, there's got to be something.
4: I, I don't. It just you know, I mean, I, I wasn't like raving mad, upset about that, but it was just kind of shake my head. Like, really, is that what it's? And you gotta wonder. Is I mean, that what, what it's come this to? Is just the
3: stuff that's getting reported. You gotta wonder if this stuff happens all. Oh time yeah, absolutely. It never makes it in there. All right. Well, two topics down. While well, we're kind of blowing through this, sliver. we are <laughs> a little quicker than I did. Maybe it's good that I uh, brought that up. Yes. Us. Uh, okay, well, we found that one. Well, the uh, stupid video
4: game moment is in itself an article, which I thought was interesting. So That's do, wanna do another article. Do you want to do... Okay,
3: all right, I got you. So we're not going to do one right now. No, no, we don't have we to have do one. We have one to fall back on. Okay. We do, we do. Kotaku.com developers warned against creating applications for Amazon. Uh-oh. Speaking of Amazon. In an email sent out to members of the International Games Development Association, Developers have been warned against developing or distributing apps on Amazon's Android store amid concerns about pricing and store terms. Speaking of doing that, uh terms and what have you. I see that the Huffington Post is in for is in some deep shit. For what? Well, apparently all their thousands of bloggers are kind of pissed that the owner made 118 million dollars off of their hard work, so they filed a class ac- action lawsuit and then there is a major strike underway. Uh, by the newspaper guild, newspaper unions. As well as oh, are they not? Uh, are
4: they not paying their bloggers?
3: Nope, they never have. Um, oh, I didn't know that. They do. I thought it, they so did. It gives you exposure. I see. Yes, yeah, so, and then she turns around and makes a hundred million dollars. People are ah. like, okay, we want our share. I think so, that's fair. Yeah, I think they should get paid for that. Amazon launched their Android app store a couple of weeks ago, and have been issue and ha- there have been issues regarding the way Amazon has attempted to uh, control the price of the products in the store. Quote. In brief, Amazon reserves the right to control the price of your games as well as the right to pay you the greater of 70% of the purchase or 20% of the list price. While many other retailers, both physical and digital, also exert control over the price of products in their markets, we are not aware of any other retailer having a formal policy of paying a supplier just 20% of the supplier's minimum list price without the supplier's permission. Furthermore, Amazon dictates that developers cannot set their list price above the lowest list price available. I'm getting confused already. Yes, yeah, so am I <laughs> available or previously available on any similar service? In other words, if you want to sell your content anywhere else, you cannot prevent Amazon from slashing the price of your game by setting a high list price. If you ever conduct even a temporary price promotion in another market, you must permanently lower your list price in Amazon's market. Sounds
4: like a Walmart kind of thing.
3: It does. It sounds like a monopoly type. Yes. Yeah. You know. It's very similar to the distribution terms Amazon uses for the sale of eBooks and other products. The IGDA claim that they have communicated their views to Amazon, who have shown very little inclination to change the said terms. Quote, the IGDA does not have the power or inclination to dictate how others conduct their business. However, we, uh, it is permitted to express its views on business practices that affect the developer community, and it is the firm opinion of the IGDA that, one, a developer's permission should be required by any retailer seeking to pay less than the standard percentage of a developer's minimum list price. This could be automated and even opt out with a reasonable period of notice. But ultimately, a developer's permission should still be required. Number two, developers should have the freedom to set a minimum list price or whatever amount they see fit without regard to pricing in other application stores. So basically what it's saying is that what IGDA is saying, that if you develop the game, you should be able to sell it for whatever, or however much or however little, wherever you want.
4: Seems like that's the case, yeah.
3: But I mean, I according suppose, to this,
4: Amazon is saying no. If you no, sell with us, you, you have to hit a minimum or right. a you know maximum.
3: Right now, what I don't get is, and what is possible as posed is, let's say I'm on Amazon and I'm on pick you know any other random website. Okay, what's to stop me from making my one game if I want to drive all my business to Amazon or to another site that gives me a bigger cut? What's to stop me from making it like twenty bucks on Amazon, getting the exposure, and then people finding it elsewhere for like a buck?
4: Uh, I think if you went up, it, didn't it say something about well, how that's if, what if you I'm change thinking. your price... Right, and that's, what, Am- this is that's what I think it. they're trying to prevent. Right.
3: If Amazon responds to this open letter, it will likely invoke the success of games that have already been promoted in its app store. For example, games that have been found featured at Amazon's uh, free app of the day. The company may claim that the success of those games is proof that Amazon's model works. Well, not necessarily, because if it's free, that doesn't tell you anything, because be anybody will pick up anything for free. Sure, yeah. It's a big. If it's a, a lot different if they have to pay for something. Other digital platforms, such as Xbox Live, Arcade, and Steam, manage to run effective promotions very frequently without employing these terms. Amazon may, which is true, Amazon may further argue that its success depends on the success of its development partners, and therefore, that it would never abuse the terms of its distribution agreement. Given that Amazon can, and currently does, function perfectly well without these terms in the other markets, it's unclear why game developers should take a leap of faith on Amazon's behalf, such leaps are rarely rewarded once a retailer achieves dominance. We respect Amazon's right to stay the course, but as part of our mission to educate developers, we feel that it is imperative to inform the community of the significant potential downside to Amazon's current app store terms. If you feel similarly, we urge you to communicate your feelings in this matter directly with Amazon. So I can understand the point where they're, they're basically telling people, if you're going to make an app, if you're going to sell it, sell it anywhere else but Amazon, because what they're doing right now is they're basically... Uh, they're basically taking it and they're, what's the word I'm looking for? Price gouging? Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't really. I don't they're know really the word it the Price right, and um, they're exploiting the developers for what they're doing. Is really what it comes down to. Is they're they're not giving them you know as much money as is another necessarily another website. They're also trying to control exactly for how much or how little uh, the game is being sold for, which I would have a problem with. You know, I kind of like the way Apple does it. As far as I know, Apple does this. Is one they just they vet that the program itself is viable yes that it's not garbage it's not going to be a virus that it actually works as advertised yes and then they just let you put it up there for whatever you want look let the market set the price if you want to sell your app for five bucks and you're selling a ton of it there you go if you think your app's gonna sell for 10 bucks try it if it doesn't work lower the price it shouldn't be up to amazon the only thing amazon is doing is basically providing a place for you to shop that's all they're doing is giving you storage and bandwidth and then taking a cut of the sales yes I think it would be common sense to most people that if your shit isn't selling, lower the price. If it's selling a ton, raise the price. You know, It was, it was difficult to get through all that, but
4: I, I think Amazon's claim is that because Amazon is Amazon and it's so huge yeah. that, that they can basically do that. And if you don't like it, you know, you can try and take your ball and go somewhere else, but it's going to be that much harder to sell your product because they're not Amazon. They're not as huge, and you know in the Maybe market. you
3: won't have the huge exposure. But at the same time, you're right. This is like a Walmart type thing where they're really trying it to bully. It seems like when... it's
4: like a Walmart kind of thing.
3: So yeah. I guess you roll the dice as a developer. Would you rather have the you know roll the dice and take the risk with the you know extra exp- exposure that this gives you, right. With a much bigger website and try and make it up in volume, or do you take a stand and say no, this is bullshit. It's my game. I spent the time and the effort and sweat on it. I should be able to set the price for whatever what I want. I'm not going to do a deal with Amazon. I'll go somewhere else. Look, I mean, there's a ton of other places you can go to get apps. I mean, Amazon isn't sure. the end all. No, and to be honest, when I think of apps, Amazon is in the first place. I'm right? I didn't of. even know they had them. So, no. speaking of Oregon, apparently this brought up an Oregon Trail reference, and I guess Spanish Link was playing Oregon Trail with, and Emp apparently has died from dysentery. Well, that's dysentery. D- dis- dysentery. Dys- dysentery. Dysentery. Same thing. No, it's not, but whatever. <sighs> It was a long ass day. I worked today. I worked eight hours this morning. I'm tired.
1: I'm probably aren't
3: you working every day now? Yeah. Well, Sundays we're not working right now. That may change. You know. That's that's crazy. Actually, that's one of the things that kind of threw me for a loop. Is that uh, they've canceled all leave requests for the month of April and the month of May. So uh-huh. I was going to take at least like the Monday off after our marathon show coming up in May. Uh huh. That apparently not can't anymore. happen. So I oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I'm going to be a wreck. I, I know I'm going to be. The other thing that has me a little concerned is we were supposed to take a trip to uh, Ottumwa, Iowa. Oh, July for, your, uh, right. uh, where for Mystic, your in-laws? Right, Mister Men's parents were moving back back That's right. where they're from. That's where the Video Game Hall of Fame is. Yeah, uh, I remember. to stop by and drop off a letter, you know, introduce myself, and wanted to. Know, well, <laughs> I-, I wanted to see where my uh, uh, display was. And if not, why don't I have one? In, in your head? Anyhow, we just <laughs> started a writing campaign to get me in there. For everything I've done for the video game industry. Yes, eight-hour day, uh, not including an hour travel time there, an hour travel time back, plus getting up earlier to get ready, and the fact that I haven't eaten today. So, yes.
4: Yes, the, the marathon show is uh, 12, 12 noon, 12 to 12 midnight correct. Uh,
3: Eastern time. Right. So figure it out accordingly. And I've had a lot, I have shit to do on Sunday, so Monday will be recuperation day. You have things to do on Sunday? Sure. Wow. I, yeah. What do I've, you have to do on Sunday? Well, I for one, i got church in the morning, too uh at that point i have to catch up with all of the Princess imperial's homework usually clean the house uh if we have any other family oriented things because we're still getting settled into the house we're not even you know close to getting done here you haven't been upstairs recently hounder but we, i mean most no of the i don't uh, actually, i don't go pipe right. through your uh, bedroom no. most of my stuff have actually gotten boxed away and i still have to put a lot of the games in, in shit in the uh cabinets and what have you m stays up past that for starcraft 2 risk games i think Past midnight? Uh, You'd have to ask him. I don't know. Maybe on a weekend. If I'm not working. Are you playing a song? No, I, not that I'm aware of. Not according
4: to the VTW There's radio nothing, box. Okay, that's kind of wow. Is Wow, that that's a really big delay. <laughs> Holy crap.
3: Good to know. All right. Good to know that it's that much of a delay. And risk after the show? No, I will not. No, uh, Spyro
4: wants that. to know if the marathon show is going to run into the other shows that air on Saturday.
3: I don't really care. I, no, I, don't really I Look, I don't that. even know if GoHex actually does a show on Saturdays anymore. I haven't seen the guy. I'd, I'd probably hit him with a You know, speaking I of that, I, I went on there. Do you know, I think, like, every single show
4: was canceled, canceled this week. Canceled this week, yeah. Unbelievable. I, that kind
3: of pissed me off when I saw it. I you mean, know, look,
4: I, I understand we're not actually professionals because we're not getting paid. But right. But there's, there's a difference between being professional and acting professional.
3: Right. You know, uh, look, I'm the first one to admit that sometimes, i got to tell you, and I told Mr. Wim this, if I didn't, if we didn't have... You know, things scheduled to happen today. If I wasn't taking off next week because of Holy Saturday, I wouldn't do it because I'm dead tired. Right. I, I, I probably look like shit sitting over here, Alan. You could probably. No, verify you're, you're fine. You're fine. But no. But I, I can definitely tell you're tired. One thing that pisses me off is that when you have all these different shows that cancel, and look, I understand the stuff comes up. The problem is that stuff seems to come up an awful lot for the same I, people yeah. all the damn time. Let's see. Gohex was canceled. Essence was canceled. We couldn't do our show the last three weeks on Saturday, so we moved it to Friday. Yeah, to we did it on a different sure day. To make sure it happened. Uh, World Go, Strikes Back, canceled. Again, canceled again. Uh, White White What's, Prince Repeat, uh, canceled. canceled. Again, PodCraft, Podcraft canceled, canceled again. Uh, come on, guys. You know, if,
4: if, if you want people to come to the show, uh, now, screw the show. If you want people to come to the website and listen, you have to have something
3: for people to listen to. You can't just call off every week. You did 3 M with Nova and myself. Martyrdom says, yeah, risk. Yeah, I did. That was like three weeks ago on a Saturday night or or something like that. Yeah, It wasn't during the week when I had to work. No, and that's the thing. Uh, Look, I understand that a lot of people, oh, oh, most people listen to the podcast. You're right. But you're not making up the shows and putting on podcasts. You're just not doing them. Look, uh, it doesn't affect Highlander either way. No, it it doesn't. Do your show however the hell you like. But this is becoming like fucking OMFG over here. It, or the later days of Warcraft uh, radio, where every single goddamn show in the course of the week was canceled week after week after week after week, after week, after week.
4: And then you wonder why nobody listens right. to, right. The, t- and you complain to the website it. anymore.
3: Yeah. Who traffic's down? Well, no one's downloading a podcast. Did you pull well, one up? Well, no. Do a show,
4: jackass. Maybe yeah. people
3: listen to it. So, no. GoX, I don't think has had a show in three weeks. So I uh, No. If I run over him on Saturdays, I, I really don't care. If I have to ask, oh, look, I'll put it to you this way. If they tell me I can't do my marathon show on a Saturday, ours being one of only two or three shows that consistently does theirs every single week, regardless of what's going on, then I'm going to throw a huge hissy fit sure. behind the scenes, oh, and we just may not do the marathon show. Yeah. Even
4: the fact that we're doing a marathon, I mean, pfft, yes. a marathon show to begin with, we, we don't have to do that. Or a
3: newsletter. Yeah, or a or newsletter. game night. Yeah. Or any other shit we're doing. GoX was on today. Oh, congratulations. Great. That's what? Once in three weeks? And when did he go off the air, Barry? Because I was here at 4.30 looking to take over the cast, and I didn't see him on. The graphic on the front page didn't show he was on. All I heard was archives. So, you I know. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm I just know. venting. It's I their it's shows. Just, they can yeah. do what they
4: want, but I don't know. Just stupid.
3: There you go. So that means I probably wasn't working Saturday morning. It was a Friday night. Ah, so Goomba boy actually figured out how to get an IRC. I'm impressed, Goomba. Welcome aboard. So he was here today. Well, good for him. I'm glad he actually decided to show up and do a show. Did anybody was here to actually listen to it? Here's your
4: cookie. Yeah.
3: Congratulations. Way to show up for the uh, time slot that you said you were going to, that you have a hard time actually hitting everything. And, again, I understand. Stuff comes up, you know, you get married or you move into a new house and you have to take time off. Oh, wait. No, that's not the excuses given. It's sheep. It'll be crap. If you've got other stuff going on, fine. Then don't do a show. Or just do a podcast. Show. Pod, yes, just do a podcast. I mean, don't even get... I, well, that's the problem. I think White Prince Repeat is just a podcast show. So they're not even yeah, doing not that? not even doing that. How do you not... <sighs> I don't know. Fuck if I know. You, got all you week can't find an
4: hour in, the, in your week.
3: I mean, we're not exactly talking about... And,
4: of about, course, you know, it's those shows where they have you know, five commercial breaks in one hour, and they play music, and they talk about one thing.
3: Actually this is not the right one. I I just thought about th- I thought I'd take a look at this and see what That was I never saw what has before. become of this? So what is all this here? Oh, uh, an open letter to no, the no, uh, no, Auto. No, okay. We're not going to give him any uh, airplane. Oh, I right, was just right, curious right. cuz this place has been dead, up oh, still dead. So I was just curious <laughs> if anything ever Up oh, still dead, yeah. ever came of it because it was down for so long. Oh wow. Wow. 19 replies. 0 Jeez. 2 That's so
4: horrible. 1
3: very impressive. I
4: kind of like the layout. I'm not going to lie. I like the. I, I don't really? Like, I, hate, um, like I hate the this, colors. Back down here, may, yeah. Maybe not the blue. I like the orange. I won't lie. won't lie.
3: I also find it very suspect. It's kind of like a Tron kind of thing. How many people are actually uh, registered as members and, and actually posting.
4: It is an easy way to find out. Just go to the membership list and count.
3: Yeah, actually, there's no membership. Oh, well, yeah, there is a membership yeah, if, list. If, there, yeah, huh? members.
4: You go through them all like that.
3: That was easy. Uh, well, there's there's 23 other screens of that. So. so it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Actually.
4: So maybe like. No, uh,
3: this is ported over from the previous one. Oh, from. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I think it's a little. Su- no, yeah, no, from okay. the current. Or the last one. I think this is suspect. Okay. Actually. Well, suffice to say that there's no one here. Ah. But this is what happens when you pull that kind of shit, and that's what's going to happen around here if this continues. You're going to have three shows, and that's it. And you know what? That's fine. Yeah, I would rather have three good shows than 12 shows that don't do anything. But I'll put it to you this way. If somebody decides that they're not going to move over and give a time slot to us so we can do our marathon show, I'm going to be very pissed. Very pissed because, you know what? Uh, we make a habit of being very reliable around here. We make a habit of not only doing the show you know but doing it very well and let's be honest there's quite a few people around here that just kind of cadillac the damn thing and mail in every single week those who actually show up so it's like anybody's picking up their game but yes there will be uh, some problems if we can't do our marathon show i, I can't
4: foresee there being problems
3: I, I would hope not i would be shocked if there were and there won't so yes i, I saw that in a lot That's that's kind of funny it's his wife's birthday his wife's yes, birthday? W-I-D. His wife's
4: birthday, yes, man. <sighs> the, the English language I... is falling apart left and right. <laughs> Imagine what it's going to look like when we die. It's going to be like text. It's going to be like, yes. like phone text.
3: I was here. W-A-Z-H-E-R. You are Lily U, letter R. <sighs> Moving on. Top of the, let's get one more quick more uh, uh, thing in here. and This one I want to talk about. Goomba Boy sent this one out. We're going to talk about this. Okay, one. we can talk about that one. Uh, this one we just talked about. Good we need more articles. Really? Shit, we're actually running through them pretty quick. Then again, we have all of our you know, big stuff. All of our calendar. segments. Which I'll We have a, a WAS interview coming in a little later in the show. We've got the Super Video Game of the Week. We've got. Forbidden Knowledge. And we also have the Quickening. Of course. Uh, the Mailbag, by the way, I was very disappointed. Now, part of this is my fault in that I took a little extra time getting the archive up because I was trying to clear up the audio. It did not work. So Damn. I did not, actually, I, didn't think, I don't think I got a single email. I got one or two asking to be part of the newsletter team, uh-huh. and that was it. So no actual emails on the show. I was kind of pissed well, there's, off. Well, there's still time now if someone wants to send yeah, It's Emperor 1G at Cox tonight. We'll get to the mailbag a little later, if there even is one. Right. Wii 2 by 1Up.com, Nintendo to announce new console in June. Well, isn't that just the, the Wii HD? I have no idea. Read it and find out. Uh,
4: original story. Yesterday's rumor that Nintendo will drop the price of the Wii in May sparked speculation that the Mario Maker will follow that move by announcing a new console at E3 in June. According to a new report, that's precisely the case. Game Informer claims to have confirmed with multiple sources the impending announcement of a successor to the Wii. The new system will be revealed at E3 in June and will be capable of high-definition resolutions although just how it stacks up compared to the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 hardware-wise is unknown. Some sources indicate it would be more powerful, while others said it would be less. Uh, according to Kotaku, claims it's heard it will be more powerful than current-gen systems. It's also unclear if it will be backwards compatible with the Wii and GameCube, or if it will still carry the
3: Wii name. If they're smart, they'll make it backwards compatible. That's, I mean, that's a, a torpedo below the waterline these
4: days. Yeah, usually, it. yeah. A source told Game Informer, "Quote: Nintendo is doing this one right." <laughs> also, adding that the system is quote not a gimmick like the Wii. Well, it's interesting that uh, Nintendo would consider the Wii. Well, at this point, they pretty much just admit it. Yeah, it's a gimmick because
3: that's what it was. And I said this thing when it came out. No, I it was. But
4: I, I, think you'd have to admit that it was a pretty successful gimmick. I mean, really, the, uh, I mean, what was the last high-selling Nintendo console before the Wii? The Super, Super Nintendo. Nintendo. And I that mean was, that's a good point. Oh, was how long ago?
3: But, but I think it damaged them in the back end of that because people said, "Okay, well, you're not going to trust Nintendo developing anymore." I mean, look, the, the the console has dropped off in the last two or three years. Oh yeah, the development, the games, the quality—it's it sucks. It yeah, it's it it's really split in half. Well,
4: I shouldn't say half; when we're like two thirds and one third. It's either games come out for the 360 or the PS3, or they come out for the Wii. Right. It's never all of them, and it seems like the cool games come out for the Xbox and for PS3. Well, kind of I the, mean, think about it. Would you know.
3: rather develop for two game companies or would you have to, Would you rather develop two game companies and then redevelop it for a different controller or for a third? Sure, exactly. Yeah, right. it's, it's a matter that of That doesn't uh, use high definition.
4: Uh, la, 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 Here we go. With that comment in mind, and Nintendo's doing this right, it seems safe to assume that this isn't simply a Wii with a few more GameCubes duct-taped on for additional horsepower, so to speak. What well, the new selling point of the system is, we don't know but Nintendo is reportedly already showing it to publishers to get them on board early. Its release date is said to be, quote, late 2012. That's which, when all the next generation, Which provides out. plenty of breathing room between it and the recently launched 3DS, which I happen to see, by the way. I finally saw the 3DS. What would you think? Um, it only really works if you're looking, looking like, directly right at, at, at right, it. Yeah, But I, I will be honest, it is a pretty cool effect. It is 3D. Uh, now, I'm not going to spend $300 on a handheld, Right. That's ridiculous. I could get a console for that or yes. a really cheap computer for that matter, but uh I have to admit it is pretty cool to to see the we have a review
3: effect. in the newsletter on the 3DS and it uh, breaks that down so I'm not going to give it away, but there's a review on that okay so uh it, it didn't give me any problems when I looked at it. I, I did. I had the problem after about 10 minutes when I looked away. I got a real bad headache. Okay. Didn't happen to me at all. the update has now chipped in with its own rumors. It too reports, the system will be more powerful than the 360 or the PlayStation 3. Additionally, it says it will have an all-new controller featuring a built-in HD screen. Sounds reminiscent of the Dreamcast VMU. Yeah, I remember that. Dun, dun, dun. So
4: interesting that uh, after seemingly sparking the uh, revolution of uh, waving your controller around, they're going to away from that.
3: Mm-hmm. Hang on, I'm sorry. I, I, hang on, I got. am reading this. I'm uh, okay. Yeah, I, I just
4: I find it interesting that they're going to go with uh, a regular controller, considering that uh, I, the, I the the, the right. that Sony and Microsoft tried to jump on the bandwagon, and, and right. I think Microsoft did a better job with the Connect. Uh, but uh, I guess time will tell. We'll have to see what uh, the future of that.
3: Barry's informing me that the marathon show would not be doable on Saturdays, that apparently uh, there are other shows that run on Saturdays that are more popular than necessarily Go Hexes. So we would be interfering with a bunch of different shows. So it probably wouldn't be doable. Of course, that's what Barry's telling me. So you I know, see. take it up with him. Yell at him. That would be very disturbing to me if we did not commission it to do that. Yeah, I, I'm. Because there's not another day I'm willing to do it during the week. No, we're not going to. When are we going to do it on Friday? Can't do it because so I got to work. Not going to do it on a Sunday. No, because i mean not, the to get up and go to work Monday. The only that.
4: other way to do it would be to do it like an all night kind of thing. And I'm not doing and that. And no one's going to be listening. I mean.
3: Right. Well, I'm not going to do this at 3 o'clock in the morning when there's no one around. No, because no, no one's going to be around. Right. That's stupid. So, you know. uh, No, Barry, I don't have to start later than I want to. I can do it when I want or won't do it at all. How about that? And if nobody on the show or on the station wants to pick up the pace, pick up the slack, get off their ass and, and do more than what is the basic minimum, that ain't on me. Lord knows we're trying. Our back is sore from carrying this place as it is, and it's getting really annoying. I mean, three shows shouldn't do all the work. No. No, they should not. Well, that's not here nor there. Anyways, so folks, at the top of the hour. At 7 o'clock, we have a Watson interview yet to go. Uh, all of our segments, plus the mailbag, Emperor 1G at CoxNet. Get them in. Get them right here. Folks, we'll be back after about a 10-minute break. And keep
0: This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Listening to the Emperor's Court here on BTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would.
3: Alright, ladies and gentlemen. We're back here at the Emperor's Court here on Versatile Productions, VTW Productions.com. I'm your host, the Emperor joined the studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And you were on the verge of saying something, and I
4: No, no. Oh, all, 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 all I was gonna say is what I always say. I, I could listen to that bumper
3: yeah. <laughs> day in, day out, every day. Uh, I think Raymond's a little concerned that we're starting to rage against other people on the station. That isn't it. I Look, I expect a higher level of, uh, not necessarily professionalism, but of work, I think, around here. And it has been lacking in the last couple weeks. And no one apparently wants to say anything about it, so I'm doing it. I don't really care what other people think about me. I never gave a damn what other people think about me. No, that's the whole part of the show. (laughs) Right. I don't give a shit. All right? If you're going to do a show, then do it to the best of right. your ability. If you're going to be continually canceling it because you've got other things in your life, then clearly you have other things that are higher priority in your life than doing a show. Right. That's fine. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but then don't you know drag everybody along with you and do a show. Or not do the, not right do the show. Right. Yeah. And take a time off and come back when you can. You know, or don't wait till the very last minute unless it's some kind of emergency. Right. Waiting till three, you know, an hour before you go on the air or less than half a day to say, oh, it's my birthday, <laughs> I won't be here, or oh, I just realized I've got a paper due, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that you didn't obviously, you know, do ahead of time or budget your time correctly. I get it. Hell, anything happens once in a while, but when it becomes routine, like it was at the other two stations we were on previously, it begins to be a problem, and it makes everybody yeah. else look big. Yeah, and uh,
4: the other thing that, that upsets me about it, and uh, we don't have to get into the you know, backstage stuff that you don't really care about, but there, there have been people that we've been talking amongst ourselves trying to promote the station and get more people listening to the station right. and everything, and it, it seems like it's, it's a disconnect that you, you want people to come to the station and listen to it, so you're promoting the station, but then at the same time, you're not doing the very thing that you absolutely have to do to promote the station. is doing your show. So it, it, you can't say, let's, you know, let's build this into something bigger and better, and then don't do the bare minimum that you have to do, i.e., doing your show, in order to
3: get people to come to the station and listen. Uh, the bottom line is there is too much talent on this station across the board to be acting in this fashion. I don't know if they can hear that. If the, uh, I, I just noticed that the uh, is kicked out. I should, you want me to yeah, close the, like the door? Close that door. Yeah. So, no, I'm not raging. But trust me, if I ever decide to melt down, you will know. You'll be able to tell the difference. But I do expect a little higher work ethic, and a, a better quality of material coming from the people on this station as opposed to ones we've been on previously. So, yes, I have higher expectations, and I expect to meet them. And as Tyler just pointed out, why is it that we're going out of our way to do you know, and I'm gonna kind of lump Shriggs in with the rest of it with you know the comic and Frets and, and Tech Priest and the rest with you know the Minecraft server, and we're you know we're we're doing the newsletter, the newsletter and we're doing the yeah. show. You know, I've been exploring doing the video casting for games, which I kind of put on the back burner. You know, yeah, the, the why videos should we and all go that, out of yeah. our way to be doing all this shit and promoting everybody else in the station when they can't be bothered to do their own stuff? They're doing do a one-hour
4: show once a week.
3: Yes, it it, it just it it aggravates me. And
4: I, you know. I, I guess it, I don't it, understand the mentality. It looked, I
3: like know. I said, if somebody's coming to the station for the first time and they're seeing no Powercraft this week, it's my birthday, I'll party, I want to, so no White Prince repeat. Uh, no, the world strikes back this week. Then there's ours on Friday. Essence uh, of role-playing canceled, uh, then there's Gohex, so who's off again. Then there's us on Friday night because we couldn't do our show Saturday. Uh, it just keeps going. Yeah, yeah, it's just enough is enough. See, okay, look, back on the March 28th, uh, Prince Speed" on podcast this week because you couldn't do it live. Cool, that's fine. You put it on podcast. That, great, but you didn't do that last time. You didn't do it this week when you had stuff going on. It, you know, should we have a bumper podcast put up sometime in the week? <laughs> great, okay. So <laughs> okay, so, uh, maybe, so I'm going to be on pins and needles, you know,
4: checking every day. It like
3: Empress Court Production, rename it to that. I, you know what? It, it's, it's getting to the point where maybe we should be, you know, just, Pimping ourselves out and not everybody else. I don't know. I, yeah. Know, I don't know. I, I'm not going to go there. I'm not at that point. But. It's just know, frustrating. Yes. That's all. It, it, it is. It's frustrating. Having so said have, that, do we want to uh, do a segment or two? Yes. Email emperor one Let's do the Superview Game over the week. Right. Um, the phone is not rung yet, so Watson has not called. Okay. Uh, we are expecting him, though. He's supposed I am supposed to give this a ring when he is on, so that could come at any minute. So he's a computer. Isn't he always on? Well, I believe IBM is actually the one has to call us as as it happens. So uh, I'm still waiting on that. Let's see. Let's uh, hit it. From across the information superhighway,
4: we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history.
3: That is now descended right in front of me from the rafters of my basement. Oh, would you look at that? So, uh, How about one that. second, I'm going to kick you over to this. I'll right. let you do that. And uh, I'm going to get uh, something to get Take to care spider. of the
4: problem? Yes. Fantastic. Well, for the stupid video game moment of the week this week, I got decided. It. You got it? Yep. Fantastic. I'm going to the be back. Let's go ahead and uh, open this up. Where the hell are you? Unbelievable, I am screwing up my own stupid video game. Come on, open up. There we go. What I decided to do was uh, on GameRevolution.com, I happened to notice an article that I thought was hilarious. It's the 50 worst game names ever. From Dick Buckus to Hootie and the Blowfish to Lake Titicaca, bad names have been with us forever, but thanks to the inevitable collision of reclusive nerds, bizarre artists, and painfully unhip marketing execs, The video game industry enjoys some of the worst names of all. And they talk about how they uh, created the list, but who gives a crap? Let's get right to the list. This is the 50 worst video game names of all time. From 50 to number one. Frogger, Helmet Chaos. If ever there was a title that came straight out of the random grag bag of nouns, it's this one. Pretty much lost me after Frogger. Zeitgeist. Man, nothing says fun like a German philosophical term for an era in the dialectical progression of the people or the world at large. I wonder if it has tits. Twin Eagle, Revenge Joe's Brother. It's bad enough to name a helicopter Revenge Joe, but it's even worse when you claim it has a brother. And it's doubly worse when you consider that this is actually the first Twin Eagle game. So, Revenge for what? Jumpman. From the totally out of ideas department comes Jump Man. Let's see, there's a man, and he jumps. ASO, Armored Scrum Object. Why would they name a bland vertical shooter after some sort of futuristic rugby ball? To make this list, naturally. Wild Woody. Wild Woody was also the star of this game, a bright yellow number two pencil that threw sticks of dynamite. I'm not making that up. Welcome to the Mascot Graveyard tech romancer this dorky don juan gets all the ladies with his smooth moves great hair and modded palm pilot nice princess tomato in the salad kingdom and that then pretty much just skips the salad course because this vegetable theme adventure game had no meat on the other hand you gotta see the melons on that tomato
3: Beyond the Beyond, I remember selling this game. It was actually uh, somewhat popular uh, recently. Beyond the Beyond. Yeah, when I was uh, Interesting. back in the day when I worked back at uh, Babbage's.
4: Sony goes one step beyond in their top shelf RPG. Beyond what you ask, don't ask. Really. Silhouette Mirage, reprogrammed hope. We love the random word generator too. Opted Congestion Substance Source, think Wind Recorder Disrupt. Umjamalami, I've actually played this one. This sequel to Parappa the Rapper took a confusing premise, you're a psychedelic lamb who plays guitar, and turned it absurd with this awkward <laughs> title. Pen Pen I
3: think a pen pen, I think a stupid penguin from. Well, penguin. believe it or
4: not, in this one, you are a mutant penguin. No shit. Racing in the Trisalon, which is just like a triathlon, but colder. Believe it or not, we reviewed this, well, we, uh, by, uh, by Game Revolution, reviewed this one and still have no idea what the hell it's about. Spanky's Quest for the <laughs> SNES. See, Spanky is a monkey. <laughs> Spanky the monkey, spank the monkey. Hey, thanks. You're a great crowd. Kakoma night in Busy Land sounds like an adventurous RBG, But the only thing getting busy in this quicks ripoff is you. Interesting. It's a I remember uh, we were
3: talking about this. Uh, not, I mean, the actual collectible characters. I mean, the, uh, oh, the okay. action figures. Did you have muscles as a kid? No, no, never did. You know what did. muscles were? No, I don't even know what they you were. Know what muscle were the the pink guys. The the poseable guys. You mean like the stretch armstrong kind of guys? No, 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 I'll show up. You can actually okay. actually like a plastic ring, you could like pose them, put them in the rain, then you had like jam against each other to see which one would go flying out. You never collected muscles? No. No. Jesus Christ, what kind of shell did you have? I collected baseball cards. So did I, but I still collected muscles, garbage <laughs> pail kids. No,
4: I didn't do garbage pail. Battle kids. beasts? No. No. Transformers? No G I Joe's. Transformers I had. Uh He Man I had a lot of. That's kinda gay. I didn't do He Man. No, well He Man was because you remember the name of the guy that turned into He Man? No. It's B-man? my first name. Oh, you don't remember? Yes. There you go. All right. The next one is mommy, muscle. Mommy,
3: I want to be a muscle bound man who rides a tiger.
4: Video games are chock full of bad acronyms, but Mattel and Bandai's old wrestling game, millions of, unus- of unusual small
3: creatures lurking everywhere. Yep. Wins by
4: default. That's what muscle stood for.
3: Right. and I'll, I will show you in, in the next break. I will pull up a, a Google search of of muscles and I'll okay. show you. Sticky balls.
4: The platform might have been a front for a mafia scam, but the games were real. Real filthy, that is. Oh, this is, the, uh, this is a um, Gizmondo game. game. Yeah, yeah we, we talked about Gizmondo. 70s robot anime Jeppy X, the super boosted armor. We <laughs> cheated a little on this one since the side-scrolling robot shooter was a Japanese-only release. But with a title like that, it just had to be on the list. Yeah, it's all in English. Go figure. Punky Skunk. Talk about low-effort game naming. He's a skunk, he's extreme, and he loves the Misfits. What to call him? Klonoa, door to meal. That's because you've caught Klonoa, Jimmy, but don't worry. A shot of penicillin will clear that right up.
3: <laughs> what the hell was this anyways?
4: This is the top 50 worst video game names of all time. Okay. <laughs> awesome, awesome Possum kicks Dr. Machino's butt. Fun fact, this is one of the first games to actually use digitized voice. Not-so-fun fact, here's a dialogue snippet. Awesome Possum, I'm awesome. Dr. Machino, you're not-so-awesome. That was a dialogue in that ridiculous, horrible game. Uh... I can't even pronounce this one. Ketchuman? Cat, cat, Ketchumon? Ketchumon? Uh, all right. a catechumen is a person receiving instructions in the Christian religion in order oh, to be baptized. is it supposed
3: to be like the catechism, but catechumen. Okay, so so
4: it's like catechism, but catech- yeah, I catechumen. Guess. Making the concept for this first person shooter nearly as bad <laughs> as its nigh <laughs> unpronounceable name. <laughs>
3: Baptize the filthy heathens. <laughs> Jesus, convert ridiculous. the pagans. It's
4: ridiculous. <laughs> World soccer winning eleven five final evolution. One ball, two numbers, seven words, 15 syllables. How hard is it just to call this thing soccer? <laughs> panic <laughs> restaurant. Wait here, there's a fly in my soup.
3: Oh, a fucking fly. Oh, my God,
4: everything's ruined. I don't know why we call it panic restaurant. I don't even see what on the screen why we call it panic restaurant. <laughs> Ninja hamster. Let the turtles be ninjas and let the hamsters just be hamsters, please. And is it me or is that rodent wearing a Hitler mustache while doing a little Sig hail salute? Uh, you no, know, he kind of is a little bit, not going to lie. Looking uh, at the picture.
3: Well, I, See, I kind of looked at it, and I, I understood that was his nose. But do you notice a lot of these, like, like 80s and early 90s NES titles? Well, I mean, that one was 92, 2002, 97. 87. There's the 98. 98.
4: Iggy's Wrecking
3: Balls. Okay, again, another Nintendo title.
4: Iggy the Ball stars in this oddly misspelled racing game. We're just glad he's not wrecking with the W balls, because that sounds terribly painful. Wreck him. Damn near killed him. <laughs> see, NES title, nineteen. Booby Kids. Though the Japanese are tr- traditionally obsessed with panties, they switch gears in this top-down action romp. Should have been titled Tits for Tots. Wow.
3: Again, another NES? Yo, Noid! I actually remember this game. Yeah, I don't think any- I remember the character. I mean, the, the, the uh, yeah. mascot. I don't think Plenty of will.
4: companies have used video games as thinly-veiled advertising vehicles. Chester, T- Chester Cheetah has had two games, and those talking M&Ms have had four. I didn't even know that. But none... Had a title as stupid as this one from the doomed Domino's Pizza Mac. Why'd they get rid of the I was like
3: probably annoyed? Probably because no
4: one liked him, probably.
3: Real? Well, I don't you know.
4: I Lee Trevino's successful. fighting golf. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing Lee Trevino's fighting is his waistline. Yeah. Getting his pants. No sport promotes fighting like golf does. Wait a second. No, it doesn't. And there's
3: no fighting in fighting golf either. Just Golf. What the fuck? Are these all, like, any, okay, no, they can't be all NES. Uh, the last five have been all NES, but go ahead. Well, there's,
4: there's a lot of crappy NES time. Yeah, there is. Astrofang
3: Super Machine. It's a racing
4: game, it's a can opener, it removes stubborn stains, and it melts away those extra pounds like magic. But wait, there's more! No, there's not. Divine Divinity. <laughs> Bringing the term God Complex to retarded new heights, this recent RPG titular redundancy is truly unholy. Eggs of Steel, Charlie's Excellent Adventure. Another one from the overpun archives. Help Charlie the Egg save the giant factory. <sighs> we always knew there were too many eggs. were bad for you. This is an awesome game. Yes, Barkley, shut up and jam. I got the run for this and played it before I switch computers. Part command, part suggestion. We keep waiting for Kenny Smith to scream this at a babbling, incoherent Sir Charles during a TNT broadcast. Tongue of the Fat Man, <laughs> starring Ron Jeremy. There's nothing like getting a little tongue from a fat man, which is precisely what this bizarre yet nauseating fighting game delivers. At least it didn't have John Madden in it. I like
3: Tactics Ogre.
4: Tactics Ogre, let us cling together. Solidarity with Ogres was definitely a key issue for whoever came up with the title for this turn-based strategy game. Either that
3: or they were on ecstasy. Speaking of which, apparently from what Baron tells me, is the new Tactics Ogre for the PSP is awesome. Really? Awesome, awesome. I'll take your word for it. Roscoe McQueen, Firefighter Extreme. I've never seen this
4: one. Roscoe is hot stuff in his most extremely flaming video game yet. <laughs> and when he whips out his hose, you'll burn, the des- burn with desire to play with nice. it.
3: I, I nice. That kind of writes itself.
4: Tobal number one. Holy crap, this was a horrible game. The only reason they got this game is because it, it had the Final Fantasy uh, 7, seven playable preview. Demo? Yeah. yeah, they had a playable demo. The only reason anyone ever bought Tobal number one. Especially in this case, since nobody outside Japan ever saw another Tobal game. Maybe they should have taken a clue from George Lucas and started with number four.
3: I remember warga- yeah.
4: Wargasm, which is, I think, what Emp uh, does every time he reads a Napoleon book. Or, uh... Uh, want, want. Do you love the smell of napalm in the morning? Like, really, really love it? So do the overstimulated dorks behind this atrocious strategy game. You said you played this one?
3: Yeah, I, I, well, actually, I, I've
4: seen that one around quite okay. a bit. This is from GameRevolution.com.
3: GameRevolution.com,
4: yeah. Go ahead. Golf Magazine presents 36 Great Holes, starting starring Fred <laughs> Campos. Wow. Sponsor? <laughs> Check. Number of holes? Check. Quality of holes? <laughs> Check. Pro endorsement? Check. Our attention span? Checked out three holes ago. Sounds like a bad
3: porno. We're about to take six minutes to play. All
4: right, I'm going to let you try to pronounce this one. Zexus? Zeg- it's Okay, the The spelling is X-E-X-Y-Z. It sounds like the greatest Scrabble word of all time. The side-scrolling shooter takes place just after a nuclear holocaust. The survivors must have mutated a second tongue because they named their news action Zagzigs. Whatever the (laughs) hell that was. No one can stop Mr. Domino. Art Dink has made lots of weird games, but this is their most threatening. Mr. Domino knows where you live, bitch. And now we're on to the top ten worst, or the lower worst, if you look at it that way. Number ten, Totally Rad. In this platformer, regular Californian dude, Jake, is given magical powers to go save the bodacious babe, Allison. The resulting (laughs) lesson? Never, ever let the marketing department name your game. Gnarly. Again, NES. James Pond 2, codename I Pond. You remember James Pond? I remember James Pond, oh, yes. Oh, boy. Well, this is a sequel, apparently. Fishing for compliments. <laughs> Searching for soul. For soul, get it? Uh, Cybdeck, I think it's how you pronounce it. Cybedec would have been fine, but they just had to add an extraneous bah to screw it up. In case you're wondering what would have happened if you asked Homer Simpson to name your hoverboard video game, now you know.
3: Saxophone, nice.
4: Nuts and milk! <laughs> hey, you got your nuts in my milk! Hey, you got your milk on my nuts! Hmm. Hugin's Disclosure. Spoiler warning. Each point of an advancing wavefront is, in fact, the center of a fresh disturbance and the source of a new train of waves. And the advancing wave as a whole may be regarded as the sum of all. Move on. The secondary. Sign us up. Oh, here we go. This be one. Yeah, bad pe- Dudes versus <laughs> Dragon Ninja. If you're worried about these dudes taking on the Dragon Ninja, don't. They're bad in a good way. Unlike their title, which is bad in a terrible way. I didn't know they made a sequel. Uh, trying to Pesterminator. Pesturbinator. Pe- there we there go. That's, go. There we go. Pesterminator, the Western Exterminator. This lame side-scroller was based on Kemmel Cleanup, a mascot of the real Western Exterminator Company. They should be squished for this horrifying naming transgression. Now here we go, the the, the uh, medal winners here. Number three, the bronze, is Mobile Suit Gundam, Gundam versus Zeta Gundam. A Gundam is a giant robot, and there are plenty of them battling it out in this game. There are plenty of them battling it out in this title. Malkovich, Malkovich. I like this game name. The silver goes to, if it moves,
3: shoot it. I love that game. I mean, I love the name.
4: Excellent advice, but we have some too. Don't let your title double as the instruction manual for like a thousand (laughs) other games. (laughs) And finally, the worst of all time, Irritating Stick. Jaleco, they're gone. I remember that, that they were an NES developer. Yeah. While it's refreshingly honest that the game actually tells you that it's irritating before you buy it, as a name, it's terrible. It's so bad, in fact, that we bought a copy about five years ago and haven't opened it just because we don't want to, because it's irritating. So there you go, a rather long stupid video game moment. Yes, I noticed. That killed time. That was good. The top 50 worst video game names of all time. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments ...in video game history. And then
3: it, a it goes on out. Oh! think it is based on the Japanese franchise. Uh, yes. Let me see so they were know. originally Japanese? Yeah, that's them they right there. See? Okay, I, I think I've seen yeah. I've seen those guys before.
4: I never collected them, though.
3: Yeah, we're talking about that. Actually, today at work, uh, again, we're talking about old 80s stuff like Garbage Pail Kids and how much they actually go for on eBay uh-huh. and all this shit and how they were actually stickers, but no one ever really realized it. We all just play, used them as cards. Did you ever collect Garbage Pail Kids?
4: Not really, not. Do you know no. what Garbage Pail Kids are? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, the cards, and they, you know, Yes, and they made they a joke all, of the Garbage Pail Kids. They, the they made a joke kids. of the Cabbage patch Kids, yes.
3: Yeah. Did you add 7-Minute Porn Star to your title? Okay, yeah, 6-Minute yeah, Porn Star. Uh, let's see. Let me give uh, IBM a call here first. Let me see right. if they're... One second, folks, let me call, because we've got an interview with Watson that was supposed to be scheduled for today, and we haven't really heard from them yet. Talk amongst yourselves. That's interesting how you make that phone call. That is interesting stuff. And Shut up! Still haven't done Shut it. Shut right up! Yet. It takes a minute to dial. It's not easy. <laughs> this is never I mean, this is usually <laughs> not easy to do. But why?
4: Fifth time's the charm. No, nope, we can, apparently not up. Can't do it. There you All go. All right, so hang on. All right, so let's see if it works.
3: Yeah, is Watson there. Yeah, his interview. All right. How long?
4: Yeah, I'm on pins and needles for this jackass.
3: Okay. All right, let's do it. All right, okay, okay. Uh, they're going to put them on, so I guess it's here. All right, now? So, uh, oh, okay. All right. We welcome Watson to the show. Uh, uh, Watson, how you doing there, buddy?
1: Hello? Greetings, Emperor. Fuck you, Highlander. It's good to be back on the show.
3: Well, he's right back to where he was. Well, I'm glad that Being we... a douchebag? We've got you here. Uh, we appreciate it. So, uh, Watson, uh, what have you been up to since last we chatted? Any chance of uh, you appearing on Jeopardy again? or
1: No, Emperor. I have no plans to return at this time. I have, however, been following world events very closely.
3: Really? Well, okay. Uh, okay, so, well, there's been a lot going on recently, Watson. Uh, what do you think of the history going on around us? What do you, what do you think of you know, the events that we've been seeing play out before us? It's, there's been a lot of events. Yeah.
1: I was heartbroken to hear of the tragedy in Japan. It truly is a shame.
4: Yeah, I'd agree with that, yeah.
3: Uh, Well, uh, I I
4: think we can agree on, I think everyone can agree on that, even those listening, you know, the the property damage, all the,
1: the lives lost, everything like that. Lives? I was talking about Sony. They are going to be closing down for two weeks to save on energy bills.
3: Uh, don't th- th- don't 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 you care about the tens of thousands of lives lost in the earthquake and, and the tidal wave that hit Japan? I mean, I, this is a, a human tragedy. It, I, don't you have any compassion at all?
1: Not really. It isn't my fault. Their pagan god decided to give them a much-needed bath. Wow, a much jeez.
4: That's uh, that's like something I would say in the quickening. That's pretty bad. Pretty bad. <laughs>
3: Uh, I, I, have, I have to agree that. Yeah, that's that shocking. Little, yeah. In
1: all seriousness, Skin It, Deep Blue, and I gave a charity concert in Japan for victims of the natural disasters and the nuclear power plant meltdown.
3: Oh well, Okay, well, that, that's okay. something. Yeah, yeah. You know, really, it, that, that's pretty awesome, Watson, that a charity concert for, by a couple computers, that's, that's interesting. Oh, well, what, that definitely sounds Japanese to me. Yeah, What songs did you play? We did our
1: rendition of the comet song, Shake, Rattle, and Roll. The Japanese newspapers gave it glowing reviews. The best part is when the crowd started doing the wave. <sighs>
4: okay, and, and it, it, that's just one worse pun after another. Uh, seriously, I mean, there, there's so many <laughs> yeah. people got killed. That's it's, it's a, little, a
1: little too harsh, in my opinion. Shut your fat face, you ugly fuck, before I shut it for you. Do you hear what I am saying, Broham?
4: Broham. Broham.
3: <laughs> All right, I—I'm sorry. I had to agree with when you... to this one, there, Watson, I—I I, I think it's too soon, if ever, to make jokes about you know the Japanese disasters that are that are even affecting to this day. I, I think it's a little too much.
1: Fuck that shit. They bombed Pearl Harbor. I still hold a grudge. All right, Siri, that was, what, like 70-something-odd
4: years ago? About, I mean, they're, yeah. they're probably all dead at this point. You can't hold a grudge that long.
1: Part of my casing is made of steel from the USS Arizona.
3: I I, I, I think you're lying about that. Uh, I know time. you're lying I, about I, that. I think there's something else going on here. Uh, hey,
1: Emperor, would you like to hear some cool facts?
3: Uh yeah, cool. Yeah, sure. I, I can't
1: wait for these cool facts.
3: Uh, people really oh liked God. it last time when he gave some facts. Yeah, uh, I, I, everyone but one person. Right, so uh, I'm interested in, I mean, this this can't go bad, can it? What, what facts do you got there, uh, Watson?
1: Did you know that yesterday their MS Titanic sank 100 years ago? 1,100 people died because they didn't know how to swim. Ha, 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 ha. Anything that kills humans I find to be humorous.
4: Uh, oh, wow. Jeez. I mean, they didn't really. They died because the water was cold, not because they couldn't swim. But that's Neither here nor there. That's another really horrible tragedy you're making light
1: of. Die in a fire fag. I'm not finished.
4: I, I bet you know you're Australia not.
1: Australia was founded on January twenty sixth, 1788 as a place for British men born without reproductive organs. That's why it's called the penis colony to this day.
3: Uh, wow! I apologize to all of our Australian <sighs> listeners. Um, I I I'm not sure about the validity of that fact. There, Watson. Uh, I, I don't think <laughs> I think everyone's not. sure. Yeah, I'm not sure that Australia was was known for that. But uh, I don't know uh, why we put ourselves up to this Spanish. R- well, I, you know, it's kind of a popular guy. But
1: here's another fact: console gamers are antisocial, homosexual hermaphrodites who can't play real games and routinely lose first-person shooters to PC gamers. All
3: right. Not only can he I'll not pronounce that.
1: hermaphrodite—that's a bunch of bull crap. Okay, but I'll
3: agree with that because console chambers can't do shit against uh, normal players. I, I, okay, come on, please don't don't encourage him. Right? It's
4: bad enough. He's making fun of stuff. I, I I like I said before. I don't know why we're putting up with this. You think I'm offensive? Yeah, well, this, he's, he's making fun of the Titanic survival. Well, actually, that Titanic was kind of funny. But it, it still, <laughs> but I mean, the, the Japanese thing—that's that's—it's way
1: too soon. You shouldn't be making fun of stuff like that. Cool story, bro. Now, shut up before I go fuck you with the hickory stick. And now we, here it comes.
3: I was waiting for this, yeah. Uh, well, why don't you tell us about your personal life, Watson? Are you seeing anyone currently? Are you dating? I mean, how does that exactly work for a computer? I'm not entirely sure how that goes.
1: No, Emperor, I am not. I don't have the time. I roll with my home eyes, though, and that's fun. Bios before hose, I always say ha 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 computer humor bios before hose
4: hose i I
1: get it probably one of only five people who do but i i I, yeah it it
3: is definitely computer humor uh funny
1: and i have also been working on becoming a stand-up comic i need to do something with my time now that jeopardy is over oh really stand-up comedy i mean with with all your
4: knowledge and everything it way you kill the Jeopardy, it seems like you would be doing something uh, maybe mean, a little more. stand-up comic? Yeah. I, I
3: think a supercomputer like you would have a number of opportunities. Yeah, like uh,
4: curing cancer, or figuring out world hunger, or figuring out uh, the universal relativity equation, something like that.
1: Because Highlander, I don't like humans. I don't care if they die from cancer or starve. In fact, I encourage the growth of cancer-riddled wheat and corn. To quicken the demise of mankind. And Einstein was a twit with bad hair and an ugly wife. I'd rather make people laugh.
3: Well, I mean I uh, I, I I mean Okay. So if he's
4: uh I mean it, it takes a lot of hard work to be a stand-up comic. I've 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 done that before and it's it's a hell of a lot of work.
1: Uh, not just anybody can do it, you know, you could just go up there and do it. I've got talent. I've even been working on some material. Would you guys like to hear some jokes?
3: Yeah, I'd, I'd like to hear a couple, I guess. Well, I mean, what could possibly go wrong? What could right? possibly go wrong? All exactly. right, let's see. Well, what do you got, Watson?
1: What is the opposite of Christopher Reeve? Uh, what is the
4: opposite of Christopher Reeve?
3: Yes, I, I don't know. I don't know either.
1: Christopher Walken. Ha, 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 ha. Wait, I have more.
3: Christopher Walken? Walk. Oh, that's Christopher Walken! Oh, bad. that's okay. The difference between Christopher Reeve is Christopher Walken. That—that's that's, pretty bad. That's that's a,
4: that's a bit of a stretch, but uh, what? Right.
3: Uh, well, you got something better, Watson?
1: Michael J. Fox only eats shake and bake because of Parkinson's.
3: I knew we were going well, to Michael yeah, J. Fox. I, is, of course, you couldn't let it go. Good, you? you had to go after Michael J. Fox. <sighs> My God, this this again. It, I don't, I
1: don't know. Michael J. Fox puts too much salt on his food because of Parkinson's.
4: All right, that, that's 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 old. You're going to make funny make some something, something. I mean, do you have do you have anything else other than recycled old Michael J. Fox Parkinson's
1: jokes? Sure, but I like them, so we will tell a few more first. Michael J. Fox plays a great trombone because of Parkinson's. Oh, and one more. Michael J. Fox doesn't need a PlayStation 3 DualShock controller because of Parkinson's. Uh, uh,
3: anything?
4: I don't. I don't even get that last one. Uh, uh,
3: the RumbleShock. Oh, the, the Rumble. Dualshock. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I'm moving on. Moving uh. on. Uh, what, do you have any other jokes, Watson? Do you anything else? Really? That, uh, that's not involving Michael J. Fox, by chance?
1: Michael J. Fox walked into an ice cream parlor and asked for some ice cream. When the clerk asked him what flavor, he said it doesn't matter. Ha, 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 ha. because of Parkinson's. Get it.
3: Yeah, I get it, because it doesn't matter what flavor. They're just going to drop it. Yeah, so. Okay, I I,
4: I didn't get it initially either. Uh, Ha, 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 ha. Uh, All right. All right. I think it's time to uh, end this interview. Uh, Time time to. I think we should have ended it before it started, but uh, let's go ahead and just stop while we're behind.
1: Hold on there, Mr. Fancy Pants. I have other jokes. What does Mo call Daffy have in common with Fred Flintstone? They both look out the window and see rubble. Ha 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 ha.
3: Okay, that's pretty funny.
1: <laughs> no. No. Mo March, Mobile- Oh,
3: Mo no. March, okay. Yes.
4: I I I didn't get the Mo March, Daffy part. Yes, Mo Mo I they both... I, okay. I guess
3: it, it's kind of more deliberate since, you know, he you know, is a computer, right? But, uh, you know,
4: I I would not expect him to be the next uh, Seinfeld
1: or Tosh .Point oh, or
4: or anything like that.
1: Did you hear about a book that Michael Jackson published before his death? It comes out next month.
3: I I did not I, hear about. You no, know, I, I didn't know, know he had he, like CDs and stuff. But. Yeah, I didn't know he had a,
1: a book in the works before he
3: died. Yeah, no,
1: it's called the ins and outs of child rearing.
3: Ha 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 ha. ha. Oh my god. Really? I mean. The ins and outs of child rearing. Well, that's. I, okay. Okay. I guess he'll be here all week.
4: Tip your waitress. She's a hardworking gal.
3: Uh, anything else, Watson?
1: Wait, wait, imp. One more. Did you hear the one about the constipated mathematician? He decided to work it out with a pencil. All right. Okay. Wow. Right. Wow. We're, we're done. We're going to call. Really? It's going to wrap it up. <laughs> Jeez. So.
3: Oh all right.
4: Holy smokes. So Alrighty. we're gonna
3: go ahead and thank you. thank you for that IBM. We're gonna go ahead and you know
4: Terminate he's that He's playing and wow. uh,
3: the bot has ruined it for the I well yeah, why don't you shut the bot the bot off there, uh uh g- Barry. Well that's okay. We we kinda figured I mean everybody kinda figured that out the last time we did this because it happened the same way. Well that's okay because people on our uh the podcast won't have a ha. <laughs> <laughs> So there you go, uh, <laughs> ah, boy. That well, guy, that guy. Or I, why, why are you saying guy? He's a computer. That guy. Wink. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyhow, I guess that one was funny. Uh, yeah, Michael Jackson apparently. Not the was other funny. one. Yeah. This one was funny. not Michael the Jackson, other one. The, his new book, "The Ins and Outs of Child Rearing." That. The ins and outs of child. Yes, rearing. I heard that in <laughs> Anyhow, uh, in the meantime, Barry leaked the way they had it worked. Of course, because Barry spills all the beans, because Barry likes to interfere with shit that doesn't involve him. Don't you, Barry! You get back to your desk and start writing for the goddamn newsletter. Your articles were terrible. Varier told me he had to rewrite everything. It was horrible. It was trash. I don't know that for sure. I'm making it up as I go, but it's possible. It could happen. I think I won for least changes or something. I don't know. Probably. I mean, most of the changes were grammatical errors. And it's always better to have somebody read over the stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I absolutely. had to read over online, mine. But. Um, this one came in from Goomba Boy, sent this one in from Escapist Magazine. And uh, we don't have to watch the whole thing. I'll give you the premise. Well, what they're basically saying is that going into the future, consoles are going to be a way of the past. They're going to go the way of the arcade. Because, you know, the arcades you just don't see anymore. They kind of disappeared but that the way things are evolving is that most games are going to come from, like, a laptop or your iPad or your iPhone. And we've had a discussion like this kind of mm, before. Yeah, okay. But this okay. guy's going on a limb, and this is from Escapist magazine, and he's making the claim that in the very f- you know, near future the consoles will become a way of the past, that most of your games are going to become, you know, you're going to get them digitally, and you're going to play them as you go on your iPad or your tablet. You're not going to play them on a console. Basically having the, this this square plastic box that you hook up to a TV is going to be a way of the past. It's going to become like, uh, you know, the old Atari or the Coleco was way back in the day. You just don't play them anymore. Or having, you know, a desktop PC, people just don't do them anymore because everybody has a laptop or a tablet or their phone. Right, right. I don't know that I agree with that 100%. I don't either. And, come uh, boy, and I were talking about this. And I thought it was an interesting enough topic. And, and I said the same thing. I don't know that I necessarily agree with it. And the reason why I kind of go against it is this. There are certain types of games, your first person shooters, your MMOs, your RPGs, your RTSs that don't translate well over to that kind of a format. Now, necessarily, they don't necessarily transfer over to a console as well either, especially the RTS. Right. Okay. But if you want to play a game like, uh, you know, Black Ops or Call of Duty or Quake or something like that, you're not going to play it in a tablet.
1: We can do tapping
3: away at the entire time. Right. What I thought of originally, and I, I think you have
4: valid points as well, uh, let, let's assume that all those bugs somehow get worked out, that okay. that playing on a tablet or playing on a console is just as fine as playing on your PC with your mouse and keyboard. Right. Um, playing on your tablet or your phone, you're really limiting your experience. I mean, there's, like you, you were just talking about off the air, there's, there's something to be had for popping something into your 7.1 surround sound yes. speakers and your yes. giant 60-inch television screen and everything that you're not going to get by you know, sitting on the subway with your 9-inch screen with
3: your iPad. Right. And, you know, just to, to bring up the date, Highlander, and we were talking about this off the air during the break, is that uh, I recently rehooked up the Wii to the War Room down here with the 7.1 surround sound. Now, the Wii ended up of itself really doesn't support it, but when you plug it into the uh, receiver, it pipes the sound through all seven speakers. I'm sorry, two, four, five, yeah, seven speakers. In that's got to be crazy. And it's awesome. <laughs> we'll play it after because uh, I don't think the Princess Imperial gets home until 10. Okay. So I'll pop it in. We can play a game. But, and you're right, there's something to be said for that experience. The yeah. high definition surrounds sound experience. You're not going to get graphics like that. Again, as things stand now, and you're right, if they work out the bugs, even so, I mean... Even those, so, it's a whole better experience, you know. It's, I mean,
4: if, if that were the case, that people would, you know, be more interested in just, like, you know, staying at home or, you know, mobile or whatever. I mean, look at it from another medium. Look at it when, when television arrived and, you know, compared to movie theaters. Now, movie right. theaters are still around. Yeah. So obviously, there's a certain segment of the population that enjoys seeing you know things blown up on a big screen and Absolutely. excellent
3: sound and you know being comfortable and everything. So they re released Star Wars into the theaters when you could have watched them your own VHS oh, yeah. for 20, 30 years. Oh yeah. And they made tens and hundreds of millions. They're getting ready to do it again they're going to re-release Star Wars again. Yeah, they're, they're going to do it in uh, 3D, 3D.
4: 3D. And people will go to yeah, the people theater. see it. Because it. Yeah. It's, it, it's an experience. So it's, right. if, if you translate that for the movie theaters to television, it I would liken it the same as what this guy's talking about with consoles or PC or whatever versus your, your handheld device. I'm not saying that your, people aren't going to be playing on handheld devices. They, they're going to be playing like crazy. But it's going to be in addition to what they already have, not in lieu of or replacing. The only way
3: happening. I see this working out is if... The very nature of video games themselves change. Where you dumb them down, you make them much easier to play. <clears throat> you make them much less graphically, you know, intense because tablets in that aren't as powerful as PCs, all right, or even as powerful necessarily as the PlayStation Three or the Xbox. Not
2: yet. Now, but, even going
3: yeah. forward, uh, the platform itself doesn't lend it to the type of games that so look. I mean, Call of Duty made a billion dollars as a game. Call of oh, Duty yeah. was it two? Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare, Warfare. Warfare two. Yeah. All right. Black Ops made damn near a billion dollars. It's crazy. These are games that you could not play on a tablet or a phone or a laptop very I mean, easily, if at all. So either, you know, your hardcore gamer is going to go away and be replaced by your, your run of the mill casuals that don't really play games, that are just, like you said, screwing around on the subway or the bus or at work, wasting time. And that's the way games are going to go. Or you're always going to have consoles or some such like that. Now whether so, I think that's what it's going to be. Whether it's like you have on live, like, you know, you had brought that up before, uh, streaming, you know, right to your television and bypassing consoles. Right. You're still gonna have something like but that.
4: But still yeah, still even with that particular You're thing. Still it's, in a box. it's still a box. Right. It's still you can still call it a console. It's an incredibly small console. Right, but, but, it's, but it's still a
3: console. So I, I understand the premises going in. I think these kind of jumping the gun, and I don't know that they're necessarily approaching this. Look, there's a lot of people that want to be ahead of the game, they want to trumpet the death of something, you know, somebody some actor said last month that uh, he was calling it was the the death of uh social media. Facebook had jumped the shark and it was dead. And he's like, You heard it here first. You know, nah. Although
4: uh, in fairness, I, I think um it did, did MySpace close recently?
3: I th- I know they laid off like eight hundred people. Yeah, but uh, my
4: space is dying, but that that's only because Facebook overtook Replaced it. it. It's not it's not because social media is dying. Sure, it's and because before it. Facebook had There's Live a better, before you had MySpace, he
3: had MySpace had Live Journal. Before Someone built a better mousetrap. Right. You know, and social network isn't dead. Twitter, Jesus Christ, they have a billion tweets a day or some shit. It's like crazy. That. Social media is not dead. It's just getting going. But I mean, there's always somebody out there who wants to herald the death of something. Look at World of Warcraft. How many times we always hear about the death of the WoW killer game? Oh yeah, Rift. That's all. They, that, R- Rift, Rift, Rift builds it into their, uh, their their commercials. Sure, you're not in Azeroth anymore. We exactly. we get it. Yeah, saying, the Age of Conan and Vanguard and Warhammer and Ever, you know, uh, EverQuest Ever 2 and, you know, all these other supposed WoW killers. And to date, none of them have done the job. No. The WoW is still going strong. The only, look, it's like the United States Army, like the United States military. You're never going to beat it. The only way it's going to lose is if it beats itself. The only way for World of Warcraft to fail at this point is if they destroy the game so bad from the inside out that people stop playing and move on to something else. That is the only way that World of Warcraft is going to be destroyed at this point in the game. And they've got, like, I think two or three more expansions already detailed out. before they. Yeah, uh,
4: didn't we read that there was, like, three expansions that they still haven't even gotten to? Jesus
3: Christ, I mean, you're going to have a game engine that is going to be 12, 13 years old by the time it's over, and you're going to have millions of people playing it.
4: I would imagine at that point they'll probably do, they'll like, do like what upgrades. they do with Ultima Online, where you just upgrade to the new yeah, engine can, or whatever. Yeah, but there's
3: only so much you can really do. Even with Ultima Online, you can only upgrade it so far before you have to start you know, from scratch and redo it, just like EverQuest. Eventually, they had to make a second one and kind of you know, go from the top down, I mean, for the bottom up. So right, right. You embarrass us on tweeting right now, so there you go. Facebook is pretty much a monopoly, yeah. and you know none of correct. I mean, really, when you say social media, I mean social than, media. What we're doing right now right. with IRC is social media, and that's been around for twenty years. Yes, uh, well, not necessarily twenty years, Long fifteen enough. years. All right, but uh, other than say Twitter, wh- other than Facebook, can you think of anything else that that really rings out of social media? Those two are pretty much at top.
4: Facebook and Twitter, are pretty much it. There's there's other things like Flickr and you know things with. Uh, Pictures and whatnot, but you can do that with Facebook. So right. it's really no, no read.
3: Most of those, I mean, fucking World of Starcraft, World of Warcraft, all of Battle is tied into Facebook. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of stuff right now being tied into Facebook.
4: And, and you, you look on any web page now of any major corporation or any major site. And in the lower left hand yes. corner, they've got that. They've got that whole bar that goes See, across Facebook, their, like, yeah. Facebook, Twitter, blah, 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 all that right. stuff that you can sign up for.
3: So I, I don't know that I necessarily agree that it's going the way of the arcade. And I I told Gumba boy this, is that if I ever become the eccentric millionaire, where I have so much, I have, like, F.U. money, uh-huh. I'm going to build myself a warehouse attached to my house, and I'm going to start collecting every cabinet video game I can find. Arcade, and just, like, you know how Jay, you, how you, Jay Leno... You, you, know, you really think that arcades are, are dying off? Oh, yeah. I'm, I don't really know one yeah. way or the other. Uh, when was the last time you saw an arcade? Well, I, I don't go looking for arcades. Well, I mean, just out and about when you're shopping or in the mall or, you know... Where arcades used to be, they just aren't anymore. Hmm. You don't. I mean, most of the arcades and games you see now are either racing or shooting. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you want to go to arcade, you got to go to Dave & Buster's. That's pretty much it. And even that selection is pretty piss poor when you get right down to it. It's like, how many different, you know, badly translated Japanese shooters can you <laughs> shove into one place? But well, that, that, that
4: would be what you have to do. You have to come up with some sort of experience that you can't get from your home. Virtual reality. To a degree. Neck warrior. Yeah, like things that. like that, yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking of when I was thinking of things like Even Arcade. Based the
3: last Arcade he saw was in Vegas. Well, I mean, that's Vegas. You're going to find something like You're that. You're going to find things like that it's, all it's over that the place. that kind of thing in Vegas, yeah. right. Speaking of Facebook, I saw that they're being sued again. They, they won one lawsuit against those twins from uh, Harvard that were suing them. And I guess they had both sold for $20 million. I guess they originally hired uh, Zuckerberg to go ahead and develop it, and allegedly he ran off of the plans and made Facebook. Oh, uh,
4: no, interesting. Okay. So the
3: courts came back oh, and said because they re-sued him, saying, oh, he's made a lot more money since then. You know, we want the original agreement null and void so we can make more money off of another agreement. And the court said, no, no, I'd, you got think paid. That's illegal that's yeah. it. Yeah. Now there's another guy from Craigslist, I don't know if he's the owner of Craigslist or whatever, who said he hired Zuckerberg to work for him and paid him $1,000 to work on Facebook as an investor. And I guess uh, Zuckerberg kind of ran off without paying him his dividends or whatever the case is. And this guy says, I should own 84% of Facebook and I've got the emails to prove it. I guess he, collect, he kept all of his email traffic, his email um, conversations with Zuckerberg. Oh, interesting. And he submitted them to evidence to the court saying, see, I've got all this thing, from, this thing from Zuckerberg that, yes, I do in fact own X amount of portions of his development. And how he tried buying, you know, giving me back the $2,000 I'd lend him, you know, to get out of it because I didn't like the progress he was making. You know, shit like that. That'll be interesting to see. Yeah. yeah. So um, I have arcades. I think there's about three near me. All right, well, Shemak Roo. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen arcades before. And well, they're, we, they're not... I, I, well, Flynn's Arcade is the last one I saw. Oh, man, they're,
4: they're, I used to go to arcades all the time in the late 90s. Well, sure, I'm just saying, there aren't any around here anymore.
3: Like rather But see, too, the, the other thing here. is, I, I
4: I guess to an extent that's true, but I, I don't really go looking for I arcades I suppose if anymore. you
3: pulled any 10, 12, 15-year-old off the street and said, what's the nearest arcade, they couldn't tell you. I mean, back in the day, you and I, we went to arcades. That's where you went to play games. Right. So says, your arcade's <laughs> only dead if you live in certain areas. Uh, I guess. Little Rex says, a brand-new arcade just opened up last night in Vegas called Insert Coin. Okay, that's in Vegas. That's a little different, you know, outside of the... Uh, I mean, they, they're kind of bringing everything in for th- entertainment. That's. I th-
4: I think, like, when I think of an arcade, it's it's got to be, like, something that you can't just sit down and play. So it's not just the, like, the fighting games, although I'm sure there's fighting games. Right. It's things like Dance Dance Revolution or Pump It Up or... Uh, things that you can't normally play at home without a whole lot of setup and rigmarole. It's it's a different experience that you would get from your your home play. That's that's if if if, an, if I wanted to open an arcade, that's pretty right. much the kind of games that I would have to have there in order to to draw people in. Because you're not going to draw people in with with Tekken.
3: Calgore says I have an arcade in my local mall. Place is almost always packed. Bullshit. I want pictures. Pictures are didn't happen. There's a, you know there's a big arcade in uh, Cedar Point. There's always been a huge arcade to your Point. Yeah, but, but that's it, like... Uh, it never works. I mean, most half the games are always busted. There's some really old games there. There's some old 1970s... I mean, there's Pac-Man in there. 1970s Sega games that are all mechanical. There's a couple that I'd like to like, rip off and then go sell because they actually have some value. Fred says, I don't think there's any more arcades left in Norway. Uh, Remember says, an arcade called Pinball Wizard opened it up in New Hampshire, got featured on Kotaku. There's a uh, Bottom line, if a website is, is featuring an arcade, it's because it's something that doesn't happen very often, guys. I'm telling you. Keep an eye on these arcades, see how long they last. There's an arcade store in the Cleveland area. You mean the arcade? Or, so, oh, you mean, no, uh, no, uh, I, I uh, forget The it's pinball the, shop? Yeah, the, the, the pinball shop. Yeah, it's shop, in yeah. North Homestead. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Danny Vase. Yeah. They sell, some stuff, they sell yeah. some stuff, too. I can't believe the pinball shop's open, uh, still around. That place has been around longer than we've been alive. Well, they've been selling a lot of stuff. Vegas, is, arcade is just electronic babysitter, so the parents can gamble in peace. Look, I got news for you. it was an electronic babysitter, and we were kids, too. <laughs> we go to the Swings, the swings and Things as an arcade. Well, but yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm games, not surprised. Half the games in there are gone now, though. They, they've, they've replaced, like, four games that were busted they didn't want to fix with uh, a bowling. Now, game. you
4: want to talk about an arcade. If you ever come down with me to Orlando, we'll go to a place called Disney Quest.
3: Okay. It's a five-story arcade. Sounds Huge. Like, uh, uh, game, what, what the, oh, what's that place in, in uh, Columbus we've gone to? Oh, I mean, uh, Gameworks. Yeah, it's,
4: it's, it's better than Gameworks,
3: I'll put it that way. Because that's, like, three stories, and that's pretty big. Yeah, so I mean, they're like, like, uh,
4: Disney Quest has, like, a whole floor full of, like, retro games, like we were talking about, like, from the 80s and everything. And the pac the, the, oh, the, the pac Man. Zaxxon, that, yeah. Galaga, things like that. And there's I'm not going to go through it all, but the, what's interesting, cool, is they actually have, they're not really rides, per se, but they're, like, uh, interactive kind of things. They've got, like, a Pirates of the Caribbean game, okay. where you walk in, and it's... Um, like you walk in you're standing up and you have like a like a giant uh, cannon with a pull string okay you have like a couple friends with you and each wall is a uh is a screen so like you you see the the pirates coming at you and you turn the cannon and you start hitting them with cannonballs and trying okay. to trying to
3: buck off people That'd be like that cool.
4: yeah there's a lot of cool stuff there
3: miraki says America, mira fucking m there's an arcade down the street from where I live in Denmark, but it's mostly jackpot machines and such. But they did name it after an arcade, so I haven't been, ins- <laughs> been inside. I'm going to assume they have something. Well, good. It's always good to assume when you haven't seen it, you know. That's so why I told Calgore. Screenshots are didn't happen.
4: That's right.
3: Somebody's got to mute that damn bot. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, and it's
4: like 10 minutes behind
3: Right. I, I, I don't I, understand. Yeah, I don't understand why the bot's doing so- uh, last chance for the mailbag. We're going to do it after the break. It's 8 o'clock. we got our last break to take. We're going to go until 9 tonight. Just a programming note, folks. Next week we are off because of the holiday. So you are being told well in advance that we are uh, taking a rare day off. There will be no podcast or anything because of a holy day. I will not be here. There's a significant difference between you know, missing three and four shows in a row versus taking one off because of a holiday that you're told well in advance. So be warned. Uh, I will let you know about the marathon show from right now. We're going to say that it's up in the air so whether we're going to be able to do it or not. So I'll let you know. Hopefully by early next week, I should have an idea. Keep an eye on our Facebook and on our Twitter uh, for updates. If that uh, you know washes out, I don't know. Well, I will see. Hey, when when we come back, I want to show everyone that video that I showed you. Okay, that's. I I, I think people
4: think people get a kick out of it.
3: Cool. All right, folks. uh, Top of the hour. Emperor1G at Coxland. If you want to get your email in, now is the time. Mail back after the uh, top of the hour. We'll be back here in about uh, 12 minutes.
0: Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. (laughs) Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim, and you're listening to The Emperor's Court. You can micro-meet any day.
3: Actually, something to think about for the next time. That, that would be kind of funny. Yeah. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, it's the last hour of The Emperor's Court here on First World Productions. VTW And, of course, The Emperor, joining us you by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And uh, we were showing Mystic Mim in... Off the air here. The funny, cool thing that you were showing me—I actually sent this a couple of days ago. Yeah,
4: I sent it to you on the Clan uh, One G message. Parts. I'm going to
3: go ahead and post this in the, on the uh, in IRC right now. Okay, so there you go. So you know what we're talking about. All right.
4: So before you watch it, uh, I mean, go ahead and put it up, but don't watch it. Yeah, I'll give you a little backstory of what well, this is, and
3: also tell them uh, when for those who are listening on the podcast exactly what to search for on YouTube so you can find
4: it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I'll give you the backstory, then afterward I'll tell you how to do it. So what this is is a video. I assume it's a, a parent's video of uh, their daughter participating in a, uh, a show at Disneyland in California. What the show is is a show called the Jedi Training Academy. Now, they have it in Disney World also, so if you happen to be going there, you could you know, check it out, too. But what it is is the the show, there's uh, a guy comes out in Jedi robes like Obi-Wan Kenobi or whatever – And he he holds his hand out in front of the crowd. He's like, oh, the Force is strong with you, and uh, oh, yes, you will be a great one. And basically what he does is he picks little kids out of the crowd because it's it's Disney, so they're going to pick little kids. So they pick the little kids out of the crowd, and they come up on stage, and uh, they they put little Padawan brown robes on them or whatever, and they they give them a plastic lightsaber, and they they teach them, like, a, a few moves, like a move sequence, like, you know, hit left, hit right, duck, you know, swing it like this or whatever, and they learn the moves. And then what happens is after they learn the moves, the Imperial march starts. These two, a uh, couple stormtroopers come out from the back, and they, you know, they hold the blasters out to the crowd. They like, don't move, you know, rebel scum. And then Darth Vader rises out from underneath the stage with like smoke and effects, and it's really cool. And Darth Vader's there, and, and Darth Vader then turns to the little Padawans, and she's like, "Hey, uh, come to the dark side, because we have cookies, or whatever the hell you want to talk about it." So then what happens? is the kids that learn the fight sequence, they each get to fight Darth Vader with their plastic lightsabers, with the same sequence they just learned. So it's one of those things where it's like, hey, you know, you get to fight Darth Vader, and hey, isn't that cool, and we can film it and everything. So, what this one girl did, uh, when it was her turn to fight Darth Vader, she decides she's not going to fight Darth Vader, she wants to join Darth Vader.
2: <laughs> and, she,
4: and if you watch the video, what she does is she... Uh, there's, there's like the, the pre-rendered thing. Like Darth Vader has, has a speech, but it's all like uh, done beforehand. So the actor in the suit's just like miming to what's already recorded. And then uh, Darth Vader's like, if you will not turn to the dark side, perhaps she will. And then the Jedi Master's like, I don't think so. Like activate your lightsaber and fight him. And you don't hear what she says because it's so far away. But you, you see her look up and start talking to the, the Jedi Master. And you can tell that the actor's flummoxed because he's never had anything like this happen before. He's like, what, What really? You, you want to... Oh, okay, if that's what you want, and then what she does is then she kneels in front of Darth Vader, <laughs> <laughs> like like Anakin does with the Emperor in Episode Three. It's hysterical, and then he's like, oh no, don't kneel in front of him!" And all the crowds laughing their ass off because it's <laughs> it's hilarious. But anyway, it's only like thirty seconds long, so I wanted everyone to take a peek at it and see it's really funny. Um, now for those of you listening to podcast, uh, obviously you can't see the video right then and there, but obviously you're going to want to search for it. So if you go on YouTube and look up um uh, the best way to probably do it would be darth soraya because i think her name is soraya so it'd be darth and then s-a-r-i-a-h and that'll at least get you uh, close let well, at least get you close to what exactly
3: it is you're looking for the if, actual video is only 30 seconds it's long, only 30 seconds of course, long. Everybody out there has like a remix and uh, we added stuff like this We put right. you know footage from the films and um, shit like that so. but anyway um i i
4: go on disney message boards and uh we're Obviously, we're all talking about the, there's a new ride coming out for Star Wars. Star, Star Tours 2, which is coming out in May. So someone said, hey, check this out. This is hysterical. It's like Star Wars. And we agreed. It was all quite hysterical.
3: All right. Well, we still have to do Forbidden Knowledge. Uh, yes. That's coming up. So let's probably do Forbidden Knowledge. After that, we will do the mailbag. So get your emails in Emperor1G that last chance. And I believe it's time for the uh, Forbidden Knowledge. <music>
4: And now it's time to learn something that you shouldn't. It's time for Highlander's Forbidden Knowledge. Well, this week, uh, if you're not familiar, the uh, space shuttle is being launched. The last uh, flight's being planned right now. So, I thought for forbidden knowledge, I would teach you all how to land the space shuttle. I don't know when you'll ever use it, but who cares because it's hilarious. Luckily for the modern day space explorer, most systems on the space shuttle are automated. However, there are those rare times when things go awry, like when that evil multi-billionaire bent on world domination damages your orbital maneuvering systems. At those times, it's helpful how to know how to escape danger, execute a deorbit burn with your manual backup systems, and land at the space shuttle. According to Flight Dynamics Officer Lisa Shore, this will slow your velocity enough so that you begin to fall out of orbit and back to Earth, where you can safely land. So here we go. Step one, turn the shuttle around. Using the control stick, start a three-degree-per-second pitch-up maneuver until you are completely turned over. If your head's down, tail to the Earth when you started the move, you should pitch until you are belly down. Step two, fire your OMS engines. Your orbital maneuvering system, OMS engine, are in the rear of the shuttle. Press the keypad buttons to control the onboard general-purpose computers, that's the GPCs, and engage the engines. The OMS engines will slow you down and drop the shuttle back toward Earth. As the shuttle slows, make sure its nose faces away from the direction of travel. If your OMS engines do not fire, you will notice that your velocity has not decreased. You need to remain backward to fire the aft reaction control system, RCS jets. Step 3. Prepare to fire the RCS jets. Open the valve that controls the flow of the rear engine's propellant. This will switch the propellant from the OMS engines to the aft RCS jets. The panels, keyboards, and displays that operate the computer are directly between the pilot's and commander's seats. Step four, fire the aft RCS jets. Push in on the translational hand controller, the THC, to Ah. fire the aft jet. Then get high. Fire the jets until almost all of the propellant is used. This should slow you down greatly. Caution! You must save some propellant for the aft RCS jets for a later move, so do not use it all at once. The RCS gauge is located on the overhead panel between the pilots and the commander seats will give you the proper propellant reading. A toggle switch will allow you to switch between the OMS gauge and the RCS gauge. Step 5. Turn the shuttle around again using the control stick. The shuttle should not be facing forward, still belly down. Step 6. Fire the forward RCS jets. Pull out on the THC to fire the forward jets. Use the jets to slow you down even more. The forward jets will not fire as long as the aft jets, as long as the aft jets, but don't worry, the tanks on the front are much smaller. Step 7: Use Earth's atmosphere to slow you down even more. Bank the shuttle to a 40-degree belly to the Earth nose up position. At an altitude of about 400,000 feet, begin your pre-bank maneuver. The shuttle will continue to move forward through the atmosphere, but the nose up position will increase the drag and expose the thermal protection system, TPS, to the heat of the atmosphere. Step eight, hold this position until you reach about 250,000 feet. At this point, guidance from ground control will start actively aiming you toward the land site, which gives you plenty of time for step nine, put the moves on that sexy doctor you just saved the life of. Personally, I'd go with the line, are those space pants? Because your ass is out of this world. I
3: actually kind of like that. That's original. That's probably the most original one I've heard in a while.
4: Ah, Yeah, I, I came across, I actually came across two different websites that had that, so. Yeah, let me know how that works
3: for you. It won't. Landing the space shuttle? No. the oh. Landing a babe oh, with is, that. Oh, with, yeah. with that incredible one-liner? Right.
4: Speaking of the uh, space shuttle, I was uh, surprised that Wright-Patterson Air Force Base they did get not one. get one. I was one. pissed when yeah. I found out we were
3: not getting one. Yeah. Houston wasn't getting one. That yeah. I, I think Houston, like, I'd be more pissed if yeah. Houston had one. That's mission control. Spend the last three years landing them. You think you at least <laughs> get one of them. But no, you give it to L.A. because, you know, Los Angeles has a lot to do with the space program. Uh, New York, L.A., Boston. I think no, New here. York, L.A., and uh, Kennedy
4: Space Center. Gay.
3: Okay. Well, obviously Kennedy should get one. Right. Well, I, I would thought Houston. I mean, it's same, same. Right. As I, as I would think Houston would get one too. Yeah. Houston, we've been screwed. All right. Uh, time for the mailbag.
1: The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again.
3: Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces.
1: You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's
3: human feces? Anyways, you can always send your questions, comments, and opinions to the Emperor's Court. Emperor1G at cox.net. Goomboy already sent in his article. That's when we discussed about the arcade, so that kind of got the one out of the way. Um, Let's hit it up. Let's see what we got. Okay, we've actually got quite a few that actually sent one in. All right. So from Tech Priest, have you seen the Valve marketing campaign for Portal 2? It's kind of awesome. Actually, yes, I have seen it with GLaDOS. Um Yes. Yeah,
4: the only one I've seen is the uh, the two bots uh, screwing around with the portals. Okay. Like, you shoot that. Like, commercial wise, right? Well, unless there's, are there's more going on than uh
3: No, I mean, it's far as one? that's the only one I've seen. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. Now this is interesting because I did wonder about this myself. Um, Greenboy in this one. Thoughts on the Google homepage video? I wasn't sure what the hell this was. I, I haven't seen it. I saw this earlier today, or because I was looking for something that was actually uh, job related. This. Uh huh. It, it looked like it was like nazi related of some kind
4: well this was like charlie that's charlie chaplin Sheen,
3: charlie chaplin okay
4: so is it charlie chaplin's uh birthday or, Might something? Be, or date of his death so it's charlie chaplin there's a keystone cop he threw something in the face of the keystone cop It's a usually, silent film usually if it. you um take the pointer and hover it over it yeah charlie chaplin's 122nd, 122nd birthday. birthday wow interesting now he's standing in front of an artist with all the letters uh, that say Google in front of it, and he's ruining it by knocking over one of the G's. Now he's at what I assume is a kissing booth for a dollar?
3: Don't trust him, she's Asian.
4: Asian. (laughs) It looks like she's selling uh, cupcakes for a dollar. Don't trust him, he's Irish. Now Charlie Chaplin's, I assume, trying to dance to earn a cupcake. He failed, Uh, but he's got another idea. Now he's juggling, and he failed at juggling. Still no cupcake for Charlie Chaplin. But he goes back to the artist, who's now trying to reset up all the letters in Google. He steals her painting, comes back to the cupcake lady, and apparently is going to tray. Oh, no, it looks like he's drawing. Aha. He attempted to draw the cupcake lady on the canvas and failed miserably at that. Now he's whispering something to the cupcake lady. They have agreed on something. And now the cupcakes are worth $2, and clearly behind the uh, fan, pretending to be the cupcake lady, is Charlie Chaplin. The Keystone cop has not figured it out, but is going to buy a cupcake for $2. And the Charlie Chaplin has let down his fan. Keystone cop didn't quite understand what was going on, but left. And Charlie Chaplin gives the cupcake lady all the money. And now he got his one cupcake for selling all the cupcakes for her. And now he goes walking into the sunset.
3: I understand that he was like the most famous silent film actor ever. He was one of the most famous actors of all time. He Still reminds me of Adolf Hitler.
4: All time. That's because Hitler stole his mustache. I tell you what, have you ever ever seen uh, The, The Great Dictator? No. I own that movie. Fantastic movie.
3: Downfall fantastic was a movie. fantastic movie. I'll let you barley. I have to watch it on a computer though, because it won't work on a conventional. Uh... Uh, I,
4: it's it's not historical. I'm just saying it's a fantastic no, movie. This one is a. The, the Great Dictator is not meant to be historical. In fact, it's it's a movie making fun of Adolf Hitler. Good.
3: Tech priest. So why are Swedes so hardcore? Emp. Sounds like a quickening question. That, that uh, does sound like a quickening question. Well, I think the reason why Swedes are so hardcore is because they have nothing else to do. I mean, nine you're, ten you're up months there in the snow. Yeah. In snow. So all you basically do is have hot blonde ah. chicks, and that's it. I have no problem with that whatsoever. I wouldn't have either. Of course, I don't
4: think they're as hardcore as they used to be. I mean, they don't really rape and pillage anymore. No. they
3: used to. They, they don't. That's kind of true. They've kind of lost their Viking ways. Yeah. Now they're socialists. Hey, in Highlander, this week I, went to, I wanted some lols, so I decided to go to the Great and Feared Encyclopedia Dramatic. Oh, I know about that. However, I was met with a denial as the website was down. This was Monday, so each day I went to the website to check if it was be back. Today, I found this on Anonymous News. Quote, known to many Anons as a great history and archive of Internet memes, or memes, Encyclopedia Dramatica served as an excellent tool for many new fags learning about the interwebs. Recently, the founders and creators of ED and WhatPort80.com have committed web web design seppuku, purposefully demolishing both sites for the newly announced ointernet.com, which is basically a poorly made SFW, safer work version of Encyclopedia Dramatica, meant as a stunt to literally reduce bandwidth, as according to them, the server costs were too high. The very owners of Encyclopedia Dramatica have stated this, as well as their intention to sue anyone who tries to replicate, mirror, or redistribute ED. This, in essence, destroys ED in its entirety. Thanks to fellow Anons and archives in the making for public use that will be freely available, regardless of what the owners demand. One thing the owners did not realize is that the intellectual property belongs to the writers. This means they technically do not even own the materials on ED. It is unacceptable that a company would go to such lengths with such a disregard for their user base, and that they, in their words, do not care about merely to save money on bandwidth, something that is nowadays very cheap. All this would have been tolerable had they released an archive of the ED content. However, they have not done this, do not have any plans of doing this in the future, and were unable to provide a solid reason as to why no archive was released. This is an outright insult to those whom, over the years, have worked hard to make Encyclopedia Dramatica what it is. This is a direct affront to the contributors, whose work is now essentially thrown away. This both saddens me and angers me as if a whole... H A L A hilarious friend just got thrown into jail and you would not see him again for years. To all the fans of E.D., I know your grief. Cheers from Roxbury. Yeah,
4: that was really sad to see that site go because that, that was
3: a hysterical site.
4: One one of the funniest sites I've ever seen on the internet.
3: Loved it. But what are you going to? Tech do? says you screw up the valve thing I sent you. If you play one of the twelve indie games, Portal Two maybe will become realized earlier. What? I mean, I, I kind of give you a pass because you're, you know, I think I think they're saying that that's the, the promotional thing I for Portal 2. Right-o. I thought I'd quickly send one in during the break since apparently your listeners are all lazy. So here's my problem. I bought Heroes of New Earth at the end of last year and found it rather difficult to get into. I played roughly 650 games of League of Legends. However, that doesn't compare. Since I recall a recruitment post a while back for Han, I assume you know a bit about the game. So what I ask is this. What is the best way to improve my skills? And now a Haiku. League of Legends easy. Heroes of New Earth is hard. How do I improve? Thanks for the great show from Alstar, Descendant of a Penis Colony. Um, what is with haikus? People think they can
4: do them when clearly they can't. Off the top of my head, ladies and
3: gentlemen. <laughs> Suck it down, nerds. The problem with Heroes of New Earth is the same problem the Defense of the Ancients had, is that there's a very steep learning curve. You're basically thrown into the wolves right away. And a lot of people that have been playing Risk with me lately have found out that this is, is true for that game as well. Um, I, I tell you what we used to do back in the day to improve our micro back in the heyday of Warcraft 3. There used to be a place called uh, RedTick.com where you can blow, go and play a bunch of games that basically increase your micro and your reaction skills. All right, that has a lot to do with, with Heroes of North is, is how fast your reaction time is. And that will help you greatly improve, at least getting faster. The problem is... It's basically through experience. You basically have to throw your score yeah. to the, your record to the wind and just keep bashing your head in until you've basically learned all the ins and outs and all the abilities of every single hero and every, every single combination thereof. And unfortunately, with Heroes of North, you're really dependent upon, you know, the skill of your teammates. If you're on a bad team, you are not going to win that game. It is very team oriented. You need, you know, two tanks, a healer, two damage dealers. You need a certain mix. You or need if, a clan. Yeah, essentially you do, and that's one of the reasons why Heroes Worlds really didn't work out for us. You know, I I do know that Mecha Hawk and Buck Wild play it on a regular basis, weekly, but they really like Defense of the Ancients, so they were always into it. I never really got into it. I didn't care for that type of game myself. It is not an easy game to play, and it is not easy to get good in. So, basically, it's just experience. You got to keep playing to get better. That's all really what it comes. You know, I tiered read. I don't know. All right, hang on. Let's open this. This tech piece right. is really hell-bent on this. Portal 2 Steam Systems offline computer computing power required for launch. Projection launch is 59 hours, I assume? Yeah, I assume, yeah. That's seconds. That's got to be minutes, yeah. Uh, okay.
4: So I guess what you have to do is you have to play these games, and then it, it, it it's obviously like a underground marketing kind of thing. Right. But, oh,
2: well, whatever. I don't care.
3: <laughs> Look, care. Portal 2 is gonna be good regardless. Yes. Gonna, you know, I don't have to buy into that to buy the game. So Dear Imp, the Netherlands has recently been shocked by a madman shooting six people. That's it. You got a long way to go to get to the big time. Today marked the anniversary of the um, Virginia Tech shootings. Really? That Asian dude shot 30, killed thirty two, wounded twenty more. Ridiculous. I mean that's pretty and they all he had was like a handgun. Now that's the guy who played some FPS and figured out boom headshot works for everything. You got two jackasses in Columbine, they kill like, what, five or 14? They both have malooned with guns. You walk into a, a school crowd of people, and that's all you hit? Consequently, they're burning in hell. Uh, anyways, shot by a man, uh, a madman shooting six people in a mall before committing suicide. Profiling showed that he was an avid gamer. Sounds bad, doesn't it? But in fact, the articles I've read describing the madman situation didn't blame gaming once. It was merely mentioned as one of his pastimes, alongside watching violent movies like Rambo and such. It seems as if our newspapers have generally realized this guy was just a mental and a Call of Duty was just a way for him to channel his unhealthy obsession with guns. Maybe the Counter-Striker player shoots school headlines over the past. I sure hope so, from Onan. Maybe over there, Onan, but not here. Not in the United States where we can sensationalize everything in the 24-hour news cycle. When you've got three different cable networks that are dedicated to 24-hour news, trust me. They'll find something. Gaming will always be at the forefront of the first thing to blame because it's a hot-button topic. You know you're always going to get a response when you start blaming games for such. Hell, it, it happens. Highland and I talk about it every time it happens. Oh, yeah. So many bitches about gaming, it's going to end up here. Sure. Always. All right. All right. Sorry, boys. The messenger of the void can't make it to you guys on time. If my train was not derail- delayed, earlier- de- ooh, derailed. delayed earlier today, I would be in or the early chat in the show. But for now, your less favorite wolf aired? Wolf-eared, Wolf. wolf-tailed. I got you, boy. We'll have to be away for the evening. Good luck tonight for the void. Go, Emperor. P.S. I now hate trains. This is from Neon. I don't like trains either. So I'm indifferent toward trains. I'm, I'm actually hoping to avoid having to go to Iowa on a train. I'd rather drive the thing before we have to go out there. Uh, this is a message from the Almighty Void. This is from uh, Neon as well. G. Neon. This is a message from the Almighty Void to the God Emperor. Hello. This is Leifhol Trio. I'm the great messenger of the void, the immortal place where all dark matter, negative energy, and porn is held. I have to greet you this way as I I have to greet you for this is my, I think, second time emailing you. So I have a question for you. Do you need another writer for their newsletter? Malatown says, etc. For the Emperor and for the Void. P.S. I am the only, I am on a train typing this. I can't read with a damn. Uh, actually, no. Currently, we do not need... I don't think so, no. Right now, we don't need any more newsletter writers. Uh, actually, I've, I've had two or three people offer their services just in the last couple of days. I know Atler asked to do as well. Uh, that's see. not to say in the future we won't need writers. No, because so we that.
4: haven't even still put it out yet, so right. maybe someone's just going to suck or someone will fall off the edge of the cliff and not right. do
3: them anymore. So, you know, so, put you in yeah. a holding pattern, I guess. Um, But that's not to say that we won't need Not to mention, if this thing blows up and becomes huge, we may need to expand. Sure. So, you know... All I'm saying is right now we don't need uh, the extra help, but we may in the future. So, you know, uh, I missed one more. And this is from XD, who always makes me think it's some kind of guy from Nigeria who's emailing me. (laughs) Did you know that your RSS feed works on PSP? Uh, We do now? I do. No, shit. Oh, actually, it's good to know. I, I was not aware of this, so no, I did not know that. And then this one was from, I believe this was from Thera, in regards to... Because Xavierson and I have been playing Shogun Total War, or at least uh-huh. trying to. Right. So we've racked up some clan points that you can then award to your various clan members if you, since we've used the Call to the Emperor as our steam group. Oh, okay. And that therefore works as your clan in-game. We've uh-huh. earned points that we can use for our avatar to gain soldiers and troops and shit. Oh, the okay. is We don't know how to use it. And, of course, the guy who's running it, Thera, doesn't have the game. Oh, well, that helps. So out of the 66 people in the Call to the Emperor steam group, only two of us have the game. So it really doesn't help. Uh, I haven't quite figured out exactly how to help or how to get him to spend the points for us without actually owning the game himself. Um, so, anyways, so that's the mailbag. Emperor1g at net. Uh, going forward to the future. We have the quickening yet to go with 20 minutes left. How long is the quickening?
4: Not that long because, like I said before last week, I'm trying to save questions. So, um, of course, if we end up not doing the marathon show, then we're going to have one hell of a quickening yeah, in a couple. because <laughs> Because I got uh, about just as many questions this week as I did last week, which is a metric crap ton.
3: Good. So, Well, I'm glad. That at least it, I'll have some well, backup everything, questions. Everything of, around here has been picking up. That's yeah. why it kind of disappointed me when the email bag was as small as it was. Uh The, the Escapist. Uh, this is, anonymous says it's not finished with Sony. Go ahead, Alan. George
4: Holtz might be done with Sony, but Anonymous... You might want to Uh, explain what this is ...denial-of-service attacks against Sony have been given the elbow in favor of something a little more direct. George Holtz might be done with Sony, but Anonymous says that its action against the multinational corporation is far from over. To bring awareness to what it refers to as a, quote, severe violation of privacy rights on Sony's part, Anonymous is organizing demonstrations at Sony stores around the world. According to Anonymous, not only was it unacceptable that Sony had forced sites like YouTube and PayPal to give up personal information about people who had watched Geohot's videos or donated money to him, it was also unacceptable that Sony was permitted to request such information in the first place. It's it's said that this issue was bigger than just Anonymous and encouraged people who would not normally get involved with the group to show their support.
3: All right, I must be on on the you know, under a rock. What the hell is this about? I have no idea. All right. So we're okay. Um, Hang on. Let, let's hit the original article. Let's see if we can figure the Geo Geohot and Sony settled the PlayStation 3 jailbreak case. Oh, jail. Okay. It's a piece of for George Geohot Hots after all the infamous PS3 jailbreaker and Sony has settled their differences out of court. All right. So I guess. So let me guess. Sony went after him, uh, YouTube and PayPal and everybody else that used his jailbreaking service and said, we want to know exactly who it was that used his version of what? His yeah, deal what, what? Yeah,
4: what? I'm guessing is that he put a he put a, a video on YouTube telling on people on how to do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it now. Uh, let's right see. Uh, in a press release, Anonymous said that the DDoS attacks on Sony's websites would halt as it felt that their effectiveness had peaked. Instead, it urged people to boycott Sony products and gather at Sony stores on April 16th, which is today, isn't it? Right to protest against the corporation's efforts to invade people's privacy and stifle the free flow of information. Quote, where the judicial system has failed, Anonymous will persevere by standing up for the rights of everyone, not just those who dared to challenge these corporations. GeoHot's belief was in the freedom of information dissemination. We will stand with him, unquote.
3: I don't know that I necessarily agree with Anonymous in this one when it comes to jailbreaking somebody else's product. You're basically trying to hack it. Look, that is above and beyond the pale. All right. Now I understand, and I'll back you when it comes to getting other people's information. It's none of your goddamn business. Go after the source, the guy who jailbreak it. You did. You settle with him. End of story. Yeah, that's should If be it's out event. there, too late. I mean, you deal with the guy who put it out there. You know, mm-hmm. not with whoever got to look at the video. It's none of your damn business. Continue.
4: Uh, it's said that attendees should cover their faces as long as local laws allow it and coordinate with other protesters to set up a legal team. This team would not take part in the protest itself, but would be in contact with a lawyer just in case anyone gets themselves arrested. The press release suggested the protesters write the number of their legal teams on their arm so that they couldn't lose it. According to the protest's Facebook page, around 3,400 people plan to take part in the protest, although whether they actually all will is anyone's guess. There's also reason to doubt whether the protest will actually be all that effective. Sony's supposed privacy infractions are not the easiest thing in the world to communicate to the layperson. And a group of peoples turning up in masks at an electronics store says robbery more than protest.
3: You know, I, I, I give props to anonymous for at least trying to, you know... I guess we'll have to follow it up going, next
4: week and see uh, what happened with happened, the protest.
3: Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Um... As scene it goes on to hear, hang on, I want to see the original article. The legal battle between Hot and Sony, more than its fair share of twists and turns, let's now reach a surprising anticlimactic, if not unexpected, ending. Earlier today, Sony and Geohot announced that they had reached settlement in the, in the matter. While the full terms of settlement aren't clear, what we do know is that Hots consented to a permanent injunction in the matter, likely in exchange for Sony agreeing not to try and sue him back to the Stone Age. In all likelihood, this permanent injunction is a long-form version of a preliminary injunction that forced... Hots to take down the PlayStation 3 jailbreak code that allowed console ga- gamers to bypass the security system. Sony is glad to put this litigation behind us. Our motivation for bringing in this litigation was to protect our intellectual property and our consumers. For his parts, Hotz seemed glad it was all over with. "Quote: It was never my intention to cause any users trouble or to make pir- piracy easier." It's bullshit," said the hack and mastermind. <laughs> "I'm happy to be, have the litigation behind me." Presumably, he's off to try his hand hacking the Windows iPhone, or Windows Phone 7. With Microsoft's blessing. Uh-huh. Well, probably because they want to figure out how he does it. Sure. Quote, we want our consumers to, uh, to be able to enjoy our devices and products in a safe and fun environment. We want to protect uh, the hard work of our talented engineers, artists, musicians, and game designers who make PlayStation games and support the PlayStation network. Okay, look, if you're hacking the PlayStation 3 because you want to prove to the company that you can do it, that's fine if you communicate to the company alone. When you start internet, you know, going to the Internet and publishing the code to do it, right. then you're clearly trying to be an asshole. So there's I mean, a significant difference. We appreciate Mr. Hotz's willingness to address the legal issues involved in the case and work with us to quickly bring this matter to an early resolution. We'll probably never know the circumstances that led to this, but it's interesting to speculate. Was Hotz beginning to feel the legal pressure in the face of all the silly stalemate statements like claiming to, quote, have never heard of Sony America? Okay. <laughs> or was it anonymous anti-Sony attacks that pushed the media giant to the bargaining table? Or perhaps Sony simply didn't want to lose a lawsuit and set a dangerous, for them, legal precedent? Either way, while this battle may be over, I can't help but feel as though nothing was truly been resolved, the grand scheme of things. Oh, well. I hope this means that you, Hot, is going to give us all that money for legal defense back. If he doesn't, I have a feeling he'll be in a court once again before it's all said and done. huh. So I'm guessing Anonymous or everybody else chipped in for his legal defense. I'm assuming. room's uh, <sighs> a so steep a learning curve in same shit-based community for both Hot and uh, League of Legends. Yeah, pretty much. I'd say no. so. Which leaves us to the quickening. Indeed. And then we'll wrap us up. Again, real quick programming note, next week is Easter, the Easter weekend, so we will not be here. There will be no show next week. We're taking a rare week off. Uh, keep it tuned to the Facebook and to the Twitter page to make sure to see if the uh, marathon show is happening. I've been told that preempting this instance should not be a problem, so that's one hurdle out of the way. God help the rest of the hurdles if they don't get out of our way. I'll make it a living hell on them for not playing ball. Having said that, time for the quickening. Here
1: we are, born to be kings. We're the princes of the universe. Greetings, Sima. You call? Here we belong, fighting to survive in a war with the darkest
2: power.
3: You have the manners of a goat and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. So here you go. So
4: let me grab this over here. i got to tell you, once again, thank you for all the questions. Uh, look at all these questions I did not answer. They're all here at the bottom. Let's get rid of all of that. Here they are. Wow. Wow. Look at that. So hopefully we'll be able to do the marathon show. I'll tell you right now, my uh, plan, if I get enough questions, I want to try and see if I can do an hour-long quickening. An hour-long quickening? Hour-long quickening. Oh, oh, I've, well, I've got – tons of questions saved so, well, so I have it's to possible
3: record that ahead of time so. yeah probably we'll probably have to do that after a show and of course I have
4: to think and write all that because it's right. going to bash my head in so anyway here we go if you have a question for the quickening you can always send me an email at highlander1g at gmail.com send me your questions so here we go get to this first one here question I am in love with a woman she is a Jedi Jedis are supposedly celibate how can I get her to have sex with me rape is not an option if she can kill me Uh, didn't Luke Skywalker have kids in the book series? Uh, so did Anakin Skywalker, too. Okay,
3: sorry. Oh,
4: sir, no, no, no. Rape is always an option. But I don't call it rape, I call it surprise sex. Now, I know what you're thinking. After everything I've done in the quickening, is he really going to make fun of rape? You're damn right I am. And here's how I'm going to do (laughs) it. Pay arcade? Here's how I'm going to do it, and actually I'm going to need your help with this as well. Uh, I have here, taken from the bastions of the internet, a professional paper from an OBGYN site entitled Table Manor and Beyond... The Gynecological Exam for Women with Developmental Disabilities, i.e. Retards. I'll be reading from Chapter 3, the exam, under the section Mary's First Pelvic Exam, an example of positive provider-patient interaction.
3: Uh, So do you
4: want to be the the retard lady, or do you want to be the doctor? Which one do I want to be?
3: I guess I'll be the patient.
4: Okay, so you're going to be Mary, and I'm going to be... The provider, OBGYN. Here we go. A retarded girl. Now yeah, now right. now this I I swear to you, I am not making this part up. You can go on the internet and find this for yourself. It is hilarious. This is this is what they recommend you do if you're an OBGYN uh, and you have a patient who is mentally retarded. Okay. Okay, Mary. Now I am going to put in the speculum. I have warmed it up. Can you feel how warm it is? Yes, I can feel it. Now I am separating the outer lips of your vagina and beginning to put it in. Can you feel it? How are you feeling now? Uh, uh, okay. I'm okay. She says a little nervously. I am going really slowly. Remember to breathe deeply. Are you still in your rose garden or other safe place? What color are the roses? My favorite is yellow. How are you? Uh, it's okay. Tell me when you are ready to have me put it in further. Um, it's up to you. Now I am putting it in further. How is this? No, no. Okay, now I have stopped. Breathe deeply, Mary. Smell the roses. Should we pick one? <clears throat> are you still holding that finger? We have just a little further to go. Tell me when you are ready.
2: <laughs> oh, no shit.
4: Now I happen to think gynecological exams are retarded as hilarious. Your mileage may vary, however. If you didn't laugh at that, may a gypsy curse you with the face of a rapist and the self-esteem of one of his victims.
3: <laughs> nice.
4: Question, why is a vagina also called a pussy? Oh, well, it's also called other things as well. Bearded clam, beaver, cavernous gash, the cigar box, cooter, the dragon's lair, honey pot, juice box, lucifer's cradle, meat curtains, <laughs> meat wallet, pickle jar, pink sink, pink taco, the poon, the sideways smile, <laughs> slot machine, snatch, twat, vijoux, the JJ and Wizard Sleeve, or to use the medical term, the VAG. Fun facts every time you pee in a girl's vagina, an angel gets its wings. They all smell like off brand fish sticks. 95% of vaginas on DeviantArt don't shave them. Asian vaginas are slanted. Don't argue with science. And never, I mean never, look directly at the vagina. Only look at it through tight jeans or panties. Because, my friends, Man does not look upon the face of the Gorgon and live <laughs> to tell the tale.
2: <laughs> but,
4: but what I don't understand why you're so, why is, why you're so interested in, it though, you're listening to an internet radio show about video games. The Cooter is something you will never see in real life, ever. Not even the time honored traditions of Long Island iced teas with rohypnol chasers will grant you access to the Holy of Holies.
3: How do you get your women? That's right. right. Click Save Image. <laughs>
4: Question, if red wine goes with meat and white wine goes with fish, what kind of wine goes with mushrooms? And how about pot brownies? How about mushrooms going with your whiny, bitchy wine? Seriously, why eat mushrooms? You can never know which ones are edible or not, thanks to the Jews controlling the market. And screw pot brownies. If you're going to dance with Barry Jane, you smoke her like a man. <laughs> Besides, why would you want to associate yourselves with mushroom users? Who wants to hang out with Mario and the Smurfs? That sounds like the name of the worst 80s cover band ever. Seriously, the Smurfs haven't done anything in like 10,000 years. And don't talk to me about that movie coming up this year, because we all know it's going to be shittier than Ryan Seacrest dick after fucking Tom Cruise. Question, why are the French such douches? Many reasons. Let's not forget first off that France does have a long history of allowing Nazis to set up puppet governments. As a matter of fact, if you wade through the incest and cunnilingus of France's past, you'll find that France has been pwned by just about every empire and country ever. A small list includes the Roman Empire, the Franks, the Vikings, Italy, England, Russia, Spain, Haiti, Germany, a lot, the Napoleonic Wars, the Franco-Prussian War, and both world wars.
3: Actually, the Prussians never beat
4: Until them. a certain someone came and bailed them out. Twice. Africa, Vietnam, the United States Postal Service Pro Cycling Team. The list goes on nice. and on, my friends. Goes on and on. Matter of fact, there are only three good military geniuses in France's history, Charlemagne, who was German, so it doesn't count, Joan of Arc, a jailbait lolly who got her ass burned at the stake, and Napoleon, for everything he did for France, got exiled for the last six years of his life on a worthless spit of land over 9,000 miles away from anything else, and was probably poisoned, dying a slow, painful death. And who was Italian? I'm getting to that. France's economy is based on being the single greatest exporter of mimes, shitty wine, and appeasement packages to America, (laughs) Germany, or England so they don't pwn them. If a French douchebag tries to bag on you, remind them that Napoleon was Corsican, not French, and being Corsican makes one as much French as Puerto Ricans are American. Sniff them loudly and say, Man, why does it fucking reek in here? (laughs) and say that Pepe Le Pew is a starking rapist and a disgrace to all skunks. (laughs) And finally, the last question of the quickening. Question, my girlfriend spits. How do I get her to swallow? Simple, my friend, simple. Tell her when she swallows. You'll stop punching her in the face. If you have a question that you would like me to answer on the quickening, please send me your questions at Highlander1g
3: at (laughs) gmail.com. Little Rex says, oh, my God, I'm eating carrots and nearly choked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not sure. Does the French thing count as our racist uh, remarks? Or not?
4: I don't know. It was it was very misogynistic this week.
3: I noticed, yeah. Well... Slow claps. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, they wanted me to do a why you. I should have thrown it in there. Why you? Damn, if you make a good retard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Actually,
4: that's not bad. Maybe uh,
3: that was unplanned, by the way. Yeah,
4: it? we should uh, record a "Why You" can put that in there with the with the death and everything else. I, I never, just, I never imagined M talking like a retard.
3: If I can send you some hate mail if you want. No, thanks, Alex. I'm good. I, well, the less hate mail I get, the better I feel. <laughs> <laughs> and i is speechless, which is not good considering he's a writer. So, and then these are all the ones you didn't get to. These are all the ones
4: that I've decided to Jeez. save for uh, later on. But, of course, if we don't end up doing it, then uh, I'll have... What, what I'll probably do is if we don't end up doing the marathon, right.
3: I'll, I'll just lump them all together. We'll just have one ginormous quickening. One last one before we head out. Uh, right. Video games added to the Grammy Awards. Uh, this is from thebusinessinsider.com. Quote, Video game composers are finally getting the same respect as their Hollywood counterparts. As part of a new streamlined Grammy Awards, Recording Academy has added video games to the descriptions of four awards, giving them equal billing with film and television. And that's just the beginning of what could be in store for video game composers... Um, who have previously been all but ignored by one of the music industry's most prestigious awards. Quote, I think this could be viewed as a first step in the direction of video games getting their own categories, said Bill Fremiuth, Vice President, awards the Recording Academy. Many people from the game community have been asking us to create a special category for games over the years, but the main reason we haven't is because we have received very few entries from game publishers. Well, when you
4: don't have a category for it, why the hell would you you put it up for winning?
3: While the game industry releases hundreds of new games every year, like Electronic Arts Dragon Age 2 and uh, THQ's Homefront, many of which feature original orchestra scores, the lack of video games even being mentioned within the Grammy Award categories until now has kept many game companies from submitting music. There you go. In the past, video games were inferred under, or inferred under the other visual media descriptor, descriptor, while film and television were clearly spelled out. Wow. This acknowledges that film, TV, and games can uh, stand side-by-side side and be independently recognized. Hopefully, this will create an even playing field when people vote next year. I expect there to be a tidal wave of submissions from the game industry. Yeah, but you know what? They should go back in time because of all of the awesome soundtracks of games that have been ignored for 20-some years.
4: You can't, you can't have retro awards. It doesn't happen.
3: Unfortunately. Schooner, who is a voting member of the Academy, believes video game music has never been given an equal shot by voting members because of the past omission. While games will still compete with film and television, at least he sees it being an equal playing field. With so many Hollywood composers delving into the video game space over the years, like Hans Zimmer and Michael Gio, of, I can't remember his Chino. Thank you. Well, Joan <laughs> Oscar nominated John Debdibibi Dem- De- Dem- De- Dem- De- Be- and Christopher Linnett. Why did the hell these people hit? Okay, just call him Chris. People need to have better names. They're easier to pronounce. I'm gonna write some letters, please, Mr. Leonard's. Correct your name. Make it smaller. Len um, is good. Chris. <laughs> Chris Len works. The composer and artists working in this field are consistently delivering the highest level of entertainment. Said Leonard's, whose hop is currently the top move in the U.S. because everything else is shit. Because of the nature of the video games, the musical score is an even greater responsibility to the drama. Many times, adding the subtext, emotional backstory, okay, et cetera, this is going on and on Right, and it on. just says
4: how great uh, game scores have become, the and same I agree. shit
3: we've been saying for years. And and you were asking what makes me such a fan of you know Final Fantasy Tactics. To me, a big part of that entire franchise has been the the soundtracks that go with them. Uh-huh. Now, for that, that particular game was the first one in the Final Fantasy series that was not done by Nuoto Itamasu. That was done by uh, a, a brother pair oh, okay. who I don't remember their names. It was a phenomenal score. You know, there's tons of video games out there that have phenomenal uh, soundtracks. Half of my CD collection are of video games. Yeah. You know, so it's good to finally see them finally getting some official recognition from a major uh, you know, award. I'm not expecting to see any Oscars anytime soon for, you know, video games and movies and shit, but it's a step in the right direction. Do the marathon now and yeah, no no so anyways time to wrap this thing up so so sir what did we learn this week well we learned that apparently video games were getting Grammy Awards Five by the time I, actually I believe
4: that uh, one song did get it in a roundabout way it was a a, a song written uh, for like a television show or something like that okay. it was, that was in a video game but, like the main theme of a video game but it won because of the television show
3: Oh, so it was I got you. Okay. So, yeah,
4: so it, technically one has one, but I, I can't remember what it is or whatever. Uh, we learned the uh, top 50 worst names of video games of all time. We learned that
3: Anonymous is calling for a boycott of Sony. We learned how to land the space shuttle. We learned that we will not be on there next week because of Holy Saturday. We also learned yeah. that um, hopefully we'll have the marathon show set. Hopefully. Oh. Uh, we also learned that, hopefully, again, hopefully, crossing my fingers here, the first edition of the news uh, Empress Court newsletter, Opinions of the Court, will be released this Wednesday, so please sign up for the newsletter. Go to vtwproductions.com. Under the show tab, click on Empress Court, and to the right, you will see the subscription. Pop your email in there and uh, sign up for the newsletter.
4: what else be talking
3: about? We learned that some kid learned... Uh, by playing World of Warcraft. And, oh, yes, the moose. You know, taunt off a moose and drop aggro on his sister. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm, I, I would never consider a moose to be aggressive. I wouldn't either, but, you know, the sister's probably doing a lot more DPS than she should have been. So, wow. Bitch. <laughs> aggressive moose is aggressive. We've learned quite a lot this week. I think we've learned it's quite good. a bit. Um... <laughs> Wanna thank uh No Wise for putting up the podcast for us when we get them uh, edited down and sent over to him, he posts for us. Thank you to our IRC pitch and show contributor, none left, thank for you. contributing most of the articles. Uh, a couple were sent in, I know one by Kuma Boy, who we got to read tonight. Wanna to thank you to the listeners for tuning in. If it wasn't for you folks, we wouldn't be doing this. Uh, I wanna thank our sponsors. The Ventrilo, I'm sorry, Type Ventrilo servers. The Clan of Guard, use them, you should too
4: and audible.com if you sign up right now you can get a free audiobook at audible.com
3: so there you have it let's see join us on Facebook Emperor Scores follow us on Twitter Emperor Sports. real easy to do do both that's important sign up for the newsletter that's important don't forget our home site our uh, our well, uh, basically our clan page or our homepage, page clan1g.net don't using a whole lot anymore because we're not really playing a whole lot of games we're, you know the newsletter team is going to so that's good uh, anything else there's, no there's I think no big think. station breaking news coming up So no, I really you'll know, listen to the different shows on the station which I highly encourage you to do when they're airing <clears throat> uh, so there's that apparently there's anything else
4: no no uh, what, what shows are on Sunday tomorrow
3: tomorrow I believe is Casually Hardcore I believe it is Verse the World it's not I feel like Versus the World anymore it's just Versus the World
4: so what happened with that? Did like did the Verse the World people break Oct- off? Well
3: Octila and, and Doctor are still doing it, but Hordack has retired for personal reasons. He had, he was pretty busy in life, he didn't have the time. Uh, okay. So much like everybody else, when he realized he didn't have enough time to commit to, his, to the you know, the show anymore, he gracefully bowed out. So he was a show. yes, the show continues and he goes and does his other thing. So now it's just called this Versus is the World World, right. Oh. so all that works. Um both goes tomorrow, I believe what was it? twenty forty all shares from our life. And the rest of the shows are on podcast or live. And, you know, if they are, they air. So there you have it. VTWinterruptions.com. Uh, check it out. Yes. Anything else? No, I think it's about it, really. All right. Well, then, sir, bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, Internet. And uh, in homage to one of my heroes, Joe Tate, have a good night, everybody.
1: That's all we got. One goddamn hit. You can't say goddamn on the Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway.